0: It's time for
1: Sean, it's time
0: for a Geeksters. thank you.
2: And welcome to episode 499 of Geeksters, I'm your host Ed, I'm your
0: host Sean, th- and I you are, I think I can hear myself, I think I can, I think <laughs> I can, I, think I, I, can. I, 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 like I tapped the mic, I'm not hearing anything though. <laughs> boy there we go a new year same (laughs) crap might be this time this this might be the year when you get a new board (laughs) (laughs) in the arms of an angel please help two lonely pot people just trying to make a way through this world
1: (laughs) in the arms of an angel
0: please give give us some just a little bit of cash Help us get a new boy So we can help entertain the rest of the world
1: Hey Joe
0: Quick, Ed, give him your puppy dog eyes <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god Can I see it? <laughs> oh, let's give the special boy some money <laughs> a Give him money Give him money <laughs> Oh, that's nice I just taught him new words today I right <laughs> <Gosh, girl>. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Can you Venmo me?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: so Ed, happy New Year, Merry Christmas, uh, Happy Thanksgiving, uh, Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> uh, that's right, that too, <laughs> that too. Yeah. Um. So, what, uh, it's been a minute. So uh, it's been a month and a half. Wow, it's been, it's been a month and a half since we've been on the air. <laughs> Who and uh, uh, I, 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 I? Well, you were. You had a busy month. Christmas is. Was busy. For yeah, you. yeah. I mean, where, where it, they
2: fell? Because it's it's unfortunate that the days they fell was the days we were supposed to do the show. So it's obvious that we don't do the show because of holiday season. Yeah,
0: I it, I work in retail, so I have to be like Sean, your store is going to be open an extra hour later, or an extra hour early, and now you're going to be here and going to be there. And I'm like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I can't. I just I hate people, and I work in retail. Go figure. Yeah, I just. The people are still being people, still being stupid. Um, So, yeah, it was kind of a, uh, you know, worked, 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 worked worked that day after Thanksgiving, worked the day before Christmas, worked the day after Christmas. I worked both New Year's Eve and New Year's Day because, you know, shoppers never sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, and my wife, she also works in retail too, so she pretty much had the same schedule I did. So, our uh, New Year's Eve was pretty much her... Falling asleep at like 9 o'clock and me setting an alarm at 11.59 and, and playing video games until the, the ball dropped. We <laughs> woke up, baby, all right, happy new year. Give her, kid, now go back to bed. Why would you wake me up? All right. <laughs> okay. New Year new us.
2: <laughs> what was funny is though is, is New Year's here was it sounded like a war zone and it started right. like right at dark, like six o'clock. Yeah. As soon as the sun was gone and, and and people could fire fireworks, they were they were shooting it off. Up until yeah, I think two, it was raining.
0: I think it wasn't raining. No, anymore, it wasn't right? raining. Well I, right. if it was, it didn't yeah. stop them at it all didn't because stop nobody.
2: it was constant from six <clears throat> uh, PM till two AM. Right. You know, for New Year's. And then all of a sudden, at 3 o'clock, because at 2 o'clock, it just died. Like, right. all of a sudden, like, I right, guess, right. oh, look, I have a volume
0: control. Maybe that was the problem.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, right at 3 a.m., though, somebody uh-huh. had one last, like, <laughs> explosive. <whistles> it was like, <whistles> <whistles> it was really loud, too. It's like, you know, I was still up, though, as, as I was watching New York's Rockin' Eve. Because some of this stuff, I always like to watch, because it's, you know, right. the later it gets, the more interesting of, <laughs> right. Acts you get on on the uh, on the shit on the, the stage. People might be drunk. Because some of them are like, "Who's this person?"
0: Yeah, like I don't know who that person. Why is he bringing? It, why is she? Why are they bringing in the new year? Like, all right, I know that uh, um, Green Day got in a little trouble because who knew they were they were not conservative. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you get? Like uh, like how like what? Well, let's, I mean, let's go back to the holidays. The
2: holidays. I mean, I'm I'm trying to remember the well the two one thing I've showed you before got right. like, on the air. Uh, I got actually but I got two helmets. I got Let's a see. helmet. I got the Mandalorian helmet. Uh-huh. And I got the Boba Fett. No. <laughs> and the thing that's funny is is that uh, not many people know this but I when I was in Disney one time they were selling them everywhere. Like right. You, any any of the cuz like Star Wars is huge for right, especially right, right. Disney now they're you know they're sure. they're, they're, they're you know. And a couple of times I've looked at them and I was like thinking about buying it. Uh-huh. And my wife would say the same thing goes, your head's too big. <laughs> and, no, no, my head's
0: just right. my ego is big.
2: <laughs> so in my in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, I think my head's too big. And they had helmets out. But I'm always afraid of putting on a helmet it, that everybody else has worn.
0: Gee, I, because I work in retail, I have these Mario and Luigi caps. Yeah. Every single child... An adult has put that hat on to be kind of yuck yucks, and I'm going. How do you know there's not lice in there? Right. How do you know that the person wearing it, where I mean, at least with a helmet, you got the heat and the it's can be damp and musky, in Great, there. especially
2: you're, in the in this Florida sun. Yeah, you right, know, a uh, guy
0: who put it on before you smokes like five packs a day, right. so you put the helmet on and it tastes like you know, you taste a cigarette. You're like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no, this is not the way. You put it, <laughs> so, 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 uh, so. For- the thing you do, if your head's too big, you want to pop it on and all of a sudden get stuck and, like, oh my God. And you got, like, Mickey and the crew putting, like, their one <laughs> foot on their knee and going, okay,
1: have your camera free. Pull.
2: <laughs> one, pull. <laughs> That's how yeah. Uh, so so I, I figured I'll get them for Christmas. It's been over a year because it's like I, like every once in a while I look at them, like, right. you know, like especially online or whatever, I, I look at it and I'm always curious. And I'm thinking, if it doesn't fit, at least it would be a <laughs> your nice head's too big.
0: Somewhere in the background.
2: <laughs> At least it'd be a nice prop that I could put sure. with my other Star Wars collectibles. You right, right, right. And of course, you know, so I I told you when I was I wasn't really going to bring it up, but I did have cover for Christmas, so I didn't want to wear it right, right then and there. So right. I waited till basically like like I was negative type of right. thing. And then I put the helmet on. And the 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 first one, of course, I put on was the man no, not wasn't the manual I put the Boba Fett helmet uh, on. Boba Fett. <laughs> and it fit, but there's a headgear thing so the visor doesn't sit right so gotcha, it's, right, it's, right, uh, right. it's like i'm kind of like look 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 around to, stick to the visor <laughs> if i take that uh, headpiece out of it because you All can right. it fits fine
0: gotcha you know gotcha. So, so so your head's not big it's just too big for the headgear part far, right so you can take the headgear off and then it's just like a regular helmet because i guarantee you boba fett and mando don't have that you know they have that problem <laughs>
2: Because they made for their heads. Oh, yeah, that's right. I guess it is. Right. So the Mandalorian one, though, that fits fits perfectly. Like, that went right on, and there was no issues at all. So I was like, see, my head's not too – I had to go up to my (laughs) wife and go, see,
0: (laughs) my head's not too big. (laughs) It is now. (laughs) (laughs) And then
2: uh, one of the the things was actually the first thing that I saw – that I wanted was Lego set. Nice. It was Ahsoka's uh, ship from uh, the oh, okay. series Ahsoka. Uh, it's called Fulcrum. It's the name of the ship. Is uh, that what that box is right there? Yeah, that's right. All right. Um, and then I just got a few movies, um, and I can't remember which ones they were that she got me. Oh, okay. So,
0: but I did have a list of movies.
2: I mean, I look, I can
0: see your phone. There's a bunch of, like, is that all the movies you bought? Like, no, no, this no. is my
2: the, oh. the thing. But I know where it starts, so I'm just going to give you all the titles oh, that I okay that all the titles you got like the, between all now right. and then. So I, I, I this one I know I picked up was Chicken Run, okay, um, and then I, I pre ordered these a long time ago. Wandavision, okay, thing. Uh, Wallace and Grom and I purchased uh, this one. We'll talk about a little bit later. It's the uh, Disturbance of the Force. Okay, That's a documentary. All right. All right. Uh, then I got Weird the Al Yankovic story. Okay, all right. Um. And then uh, I got did get this a Pollyanna rock and roll high school
0: rock 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 and roll high school.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, also as a Pollyanna gift. I got Yakuza Princess. This is interesting. It's about a, a girl whose father is in the mafia okay. uh, in Japan, and okay. she gets the sword. She becomes the leader of the Yakuza's, and okay. basically and, and uh, has to take over. Uh, I picked this uh, also up as uh, Dylan Dog Dead of Night. I actually don't have the physical. It, ma- yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. And then uh, I did get it as a Pollyanna upgrade uh, Blu-ray of Three Amigos, one of oh, my favorite comedies. Congratulations! Uh, again, this is another one I it was pre-ordered, so I got it. it was the Mandalorian season one and season two? Uh-huh. Uh, I was
0: kind of annoyed they dropped the same day because I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, I gotta buy both of them there's a 100 bucks right out of my pocket thank you very much <laughs> actually it was more than x i think it dropped the same day as weird out the weird you did yeah, yeah i bought all three at first it was like oh 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 and i was like fuck <laughs> uh,
2: and then i picked this one up for myself a movie that i finally saw on hbo dropped um it was with ralph Fiennes. It was called strange days
0: all right, right. Are we talked about that? That's the end of the year movie, yeah. and and it's it's you know the end of the year is nineteen ninety nine. It's the, the millennium. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
2: This is I, another movie that I, I purchased, and it actually took forever to get to my house. It came like the twenty third of December. I think it came out in the eighth of December, okay, and finally came in the twenty third. Indiana Jones: The Dial of Destiny. Okay, uh, that I got uh, my wife picked up for me it was Split Second for for Christmas. Strays.
0: I saw that one. I sold, I watched it. Did I put that down on my list to watch? And I think I've talked about it. And Did then, I, if I talked about it.
2: And then I. And then uh, I also got Foxcatcher. It's the. It's a story about the Olympic. Uh, right. So gymnast. Steve. Uh,
0: um. Steve Carell. Yeah.
2: So that's all the movies that uh that physically I, I bought or or got as Christmas gifts. Um. And then as for the uh, digital versions. Uh huh. Let me let me go. <laughs> Let me whip this out. Ah! Oh, <laughs> <clears throat> all right. Um, yeah, I uh, think there was nineteen. Some of them were some of them were digital copies from the physical uh, uh, ones that I've purchased. Okay, and uh, get to the list real quick here. Sorry, kids, I'm just. Uh,
0: oh, it's got to scroll. Get to his uh, voodoo to account. account. All
2: right. All right, here we go, kids. Ready? Uh-huh. All right, so Trick and Run and Curse of the uh, Where Rabbit are the two, and uh, I I did buy this digitally because I was so excited. Oh, it's digitally. Bought, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, Disturbance of the Force. Uh, then there was a three for five deal, which was the I got the world's fastest in, uh, Indian. Uh, it's right, about, about a motorcycle. motorcycle. Uh-huh. Then, uh huh. Then Creed, which I don't have, didn't have the original in, in digital oh. form, so I picked up that. And Accident Man, Hitman's Holiday, the and. <laughs> These were these to me were funny and good, <laughs> and then right. and for five bucks I picked up Accident Man. Okay, um, And All I right. picked up for my wife the Nine Kittens of Christmas*. It's a Hallmark movie, right? And with Brandon p- Routh. I was like, Brandon, what are you doing? Okay, <laughs> right. right. uh, and then we have uh, Indiana Jones. Does the digital copy Fox Foxkisser di- Stra- Stra- uh, *Strays*? It's also a digital uh-huh. copy. Then there was another mm. deal: *Salt uh-huh. Rush*. Okay. Uh, no, these were actually. I, I digitally barcode scammed as Assault, Rush, and read The Werewolf Hunter. This has Felicia Day right, as right, a right. werewolf hunter. This is going to be part of this October shock tober bed that on and I do watch. Gotcha. Gotcha. Animal House.
0: Uh huh.
2: Clueless. All right. The Buddy Holly story. Uh huh. Bedtime Stories, was came to five bucks, right, right, and right. Captain Ron okay. was the movies that all I picked right. up digitally. So that's all my purchase. How about you? What did you buy before we go into- oh, I, Well, we I,
0: I hit the milestone of 1,000 movies in I my did digital it. Yeah, yeah. I did, it, Ed. I did. I did it. All right. So, um, and I was very happy about the 1,000 movie. It just happened because I was scanning in digital downloads. Yeah. Like what I was doing, because I bought stuff, and when I bought, it perfectly ended at a thousand. All right, yeah. so I'll tell you what the thousand is later. Yeah. All right, so I, I also went on a tear of movies and this year. Uh, I also got WandaVision. I did pick up Expendables 1, 2, and 3 on Steelbook. Mm-hmm. I picked up the uh, new indie game, movie, I got it delivered, Steelbook as well. Mm-hmm. Um, then I bought Bad Mom's Christmas digitally. Chopped the complete series digitally because it was on sale. Mm-hmm. Um, Young Guns, the 35th anniversary steelbook edition. Wow. I was, I, I think it was the same time while well, I was buying. I, I had a good a couple, good couple paychecks, and I was like, all right. And I think I like got like a quarter three bonus, Sean, and I was like, oh yeah, let's go shopping. Uh, so I, I snagged that. I was like, oh, this is nice. so I was like the little cards on the inside. It's, it's a nice little set. Mm-hmm. Um. Then I also bought the indie four movie collection. They were all four steel books. No oh, wow. And I was a, I was a Best Buy. We'll, we'll talk about that later because we th- we've got to have a serious chat about that. Mm. Um, I bought Dumb Money. That's digitally. I bought that's the GameStop stock market movie. Oh yeah, it was very good. I, 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 that's what, I, what I'm buying. I haven't watched. I also got Quick uh, and the Dead. I got that free from Sony. Mm. I always like that movie. That's a. a western with uh, sharon stone gene hackman it's like um,
2: um also yeah there's a, there's
0: a, it's, a, it's a really good cast It's a but good cast, time,
2: Leonardo DiCaprio right um, um
0: Russell Crowe right but Russell Crowe's like almost had nobody in that yeah like he early 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 Russell Crowe um I also picked up the legend of Zorro these are ones where it was like like five bucks legend of Zorro CSLC punk Oh yeah! I don't know why I, I was one I never saw that Outlaw. Johnny. Never saw
2: SLC Punk. No, I never did. Oh my god! You
0: got to. That's a brilliant movie. I started a watching. Brilliant film. Uh, Outlaw Johnny Black, okay. which is the sequel, kind of sort of to. Um, Black. Uh, we go Dynamite. Uh, Black Dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it, it was like five bucks. Like I gotta buy that. You know. Uh, I also got Grand Turismo the movie. You know I. It was eight dollars I was like oh sure why not <laughs> um I did also buy Mandalorian one and two steel book uh the weird album uh, thing I also picked up Studio 666 that's uh Foo Fighters they did a movie yeah um no hard feelings uh that was with Jennifer Lawrence right yeah. it was a five dollar special I'm like well fuck it I'm gonna buy that for five bucks I heard good things about it yeah um I picked up the OG Oceans 11. Okay. Dreamgirls the director's extended edition. Stacy says it's a good movie. I've never seen it. It's, you know, it's kind of like a uh, a musical sort of
2: Yeah, it's, it has uh it's got Eddie
0: Murphy. It gave Jennifer Hudson her Oscar. Yeah. I'm
1: like, telling you. I'm not going.
0: That song. Mm, right. <laughs> um then I here's one and I saw it and Robo Doc, the creation of Robocop,
2: yeah, that came out uh like June sometime, like it recently just came out we of course we missed it because we were in here, right right it right it was one would uh, say, yeah, it
0: was a real cheap documentary, and I was like it's like a f- i was I'm actually three episodes in it's a four episode thing um but um it was it's pretty good, I'll get that out a little later um I bought also Fantastic Four and the Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was out and I picked up Sonic and Sonic Tool Two, the Dual Pack Steel Steel Book, which which is the reason why I sent you the yeah. Hey, do you want a copy of uh, Sonic? And you're like, no, I don't really play the game. I'm like the movie, you idiot. And you're like, oh, I already got <laughs> it. Like, All right. Uh, then I also picked up Streets of Fire. Um, and okay. then and then the other day I was at Best Buy and they were selling the internal uh, internals. For ten bucks, steelbook, four K. Wow! And I was like, well, I'm going to snag that. I mean, the movie was okay, right. but ten bucks for a steelbook, four K. I'm like, all right, get to see you know, Selma at Angelina in the same movie. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Uh, and then just the other night, last night, uh, for five bucks, I picked up the Big Lebowski, and um, this one I was really interested. It's called The Kid Detective. It's got Adam Brody in it, and he plays a uh, a detective but he was a famous child detective who'd think I'm in my head I immediately went to Encyclopedia Brown yeah there's a book series that I read as a kid where he's like a little kid and he'd solve like a la like Sherlock Holmes around the neighborhood like oh I don't my dog's missing a bone where is it and I'll find the culprit kind of thing right so apparently he was a child detective for whatever reason now he's an adult and he actually gets like his first adult case where like it's like a murder of somebody and I was like I it's the Encyclopedia Brown connection that made me want to buy it for five bucks. Okay. And look, and every time I see the trailer, it's one of those things. The trailer kind of sucks me in. I'm going, all right. You know, yeah, it's on my list. If there's a reasonable price, five bucks to me is a reasonable price, price. right? Um, I did watch a bunch of stuff too. Um, well, not really. I watched a lot of the Doctor Who stuff on th- Disney Plus. Okay. I haven't gotten into the new Doctor yet. I've got, and I didn't get to the. Um, Neil Patrick Harris. I think out of the four or five minutes out there, I think I got. There's four. So okay, so four. I, I watched half of them.
2: Yeah, you watched the first two. <clears throat> I've watched uh, all four.
0: <clears throat> I watched. I, I um. I did not put that down. Interesting. I finally watched Dress to Kill. Oh yeah, what'd did, you think? I didn't like it. Really? Yeah. Oh my I, god. Here's here's the here's the weird part. Maybe because I'm old and I'm jaded and that movie's been around for a while, I knew the ending before I even before the movie even started. Yeah. I was like, all right. But what was fascinating to me was the fact that for those who don't know, it's it's a Brian De Palma film and it's an homage to basically um Alfred Hitchcock films. And Angie Dickinson is she, at the time, she was really big on TV. She was a policewoman. She's in the movie, and she's walking through an art museum. And Ed, I immediately knew it was the art museum from Philadelphia. Yeah. I didn't know that that's where it was filmed. Yeah. Because it's my first time watching so, the movie. Well, the thing is, one of the things
2: about movies you, you people don't know is that that the 70s, Philadelphia was cheap because – they wanted to. No, seriously, they wanted to bring tourism more into Philadelphia. Right. So if they brought in movie companies like uh, *Dressed to Kill*, Brian De Palmer uses a right. lot of. Oh wow, <laughs> really big in Philadelphia, Philadelphia, right? So there was a bunch of there's a bunch of movies that that they've done in the '70s right. that like you could see you go. Hey, is that Philly? And you're going,
0: yes, it is. I mean, but, you know, put Rocky aside because he's from Philly, but yeah,
2: but you got you got. Um, uh, Blues Brothers was filmed in here.
0: It was? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, was, it was a stand-in for Detroit? Yes. Oh, I didn't know
2: that. Yes. Um, uh, uh, Popeye Doyle, the... Uh, French uh, Connection? French Connection. There was parts of that. Was okay. Philly. All right. Uh, you know, obviously, it's the... the dress to kill right uh, uh blow out. it was there was a there's a bunch of 70, right, like right. there was a there was a boom of because it was cheap you know to come common Philly and, and I film remember
0: hair. her walking through the art museum And going wait a second is that I think that's our art museum like I because I, I don't like you know you see these steps on the rocky movies but he never actually goes inside yeah I've been inside that multiple times in my entire my while I live in the city of Philadelphia mm-hmm. it was like almost it was, oh, we got a class trip where we go to Art Museum. Oh, again? <laughs> All right, so seeing the hallways and seeing some of the paintings, I'm going, wait, I know that. I know those benches. I- Pause. <laughs> it, well, son of a bitch, it is the Art Museum. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, and it made me a little bit more interested. And then I'll be honest, there's a twist that I didn't know happened because I've never seen the movie. I didn't know that there was a twist halfway through yeah. it, and it kind of switches up. I'm going, oh, okay, I got you. That's nice, that's nice. But the ending, how it ended, I was like, oh, I kind of saw that one coming. And it's weird because now we live in a different kind of world where the homage that it's paying, the, the, the ending how it's paying homage to, I'm like, I don't know if that works now anymore. Like, right, <laughs> right. Um, so I watched that fun, when I got done. I was like, all right, I can at least tick that off. Like as of uh okay I finally watched it um, I did watch Shin Godzilla that's not the Godzilla minus one it's the other uh, it's an semi older one right that was really good really good um, then I also watched since Indiana Jones the fifth one came out they Disney plus has a documentary which is called Timeless Heroes, Indiana Jones and Harrison Ford. And it's in like an hour and a half documentary on Harrison Ford and who he is as an actor and blah, blah. It was really, really good. So if you got Disney+, Plus, I highly recommend watching that doc- documentary. Then uh, I also bought and watched, a, you know, really, I didn't put that on my list, a Disturbance in the Force. Mm-hmm. Um, I put Bob Mackie, I guess. Oh, because Bob Mackie did all the dresses, and I was like, oh, my God. I have, you know, Bob Mackie was a big time designer for Cher and my mom was a big Barbie collector and there's like a, a Bob Mackie collection that he designed Barbie, Barbie dresses. dresses we have like one or two of them in there mm-hmm. and he also designed Mary Jane's wedding dress too for the comic books but whatever um <laughs> like I said I did watch Dumb Money then I uh, for around the holidays I watched Spirited which is the Will Farrell Kevin Ryan, uh, Ryan Reynolds musical it's kind of like a a, a Scrooge movie. Mm-hmm. It was really good. I was very very surprised. Then I, I watched a nice uh, Girls of Girlfriends Past. I always like that show. I always like that movie. Then um, Percy ja- the Percy Jackson TV show on Disney Plus. Been watching that. It's really really good. As a person who enjoyed the first the only two movies, it, it made me read the books, and I'm actually really enjoying this TV teri- the ter- this series. I know they made some changes from the books to the TV show, but. I'm okay with that because I can, I can let that go. You know, I don't really tie the two of them together. Okay, uh, but it's really, really good. So I, I highly recommend the Percy Jackson. And of course, I did watch um, Attack of the Doc. Yes. Okay, we didn't get to be talk about that yeah. one yet. But uh, uh, so I also, um, so my one thousandth movie, Ed, yeah. was Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting close to a thousand, and at the time, I'm like, okay, well, I really don't know what you know. Like, what Again, I was like, what's it going to be? And I'm like, well, you know me, I'm probably just who cares, toss it to the wind. Right. I'm like, we're not doing the, it's going to happen while we're not on the show, but I'm like, I'll just make sure I put a mark down in it. And then when I went to Best Buy, I bought um, that day I bought I bought Young Guns and the Indiana Jones collection. Okay. And I was like f- one, two, three, four. I was like four, mov- five movies away from a thousand. So I was like, all right, well, let me go punch the code. And I was like, wait a second! Oh my goodness, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull is going to be my one thousandth movie. I was like, I'm, I'm okay with that. That's a good one to be a thousand. Yeah, it's not necessarily the best of the Indiana Jones movies. But at least it's an Indiana Jones movie. Right. I was like, all right, I, I can live with that one. Um, I also, uh, what do you call it? Uh, <laughs> i also been playing – I was playing two video games, the Avatar game, and I also – weirdly enough, I've been on a RoboCop clip, fix lately. Yeah. I bought and was playing the RoboCop Rogue City video game. Okay, It's like a first-person shooter RoboCop. It's it's not bad. It's very 80s nostalgic, mm-hmm. but I it couldn't really get into it. It was okay as a mm. shooter. And the Avatar game, it's also okay. Uh, the problem is you're a big, giant blue cat, so when you're, you have to remember to kind of aim downwards because all the humans are shorter than you. You know, just sidebar. Um, then, um, <laughs> Stacy now has been watching uh, Chicago Med. Okay, okay, and I've been watching it with her. You know, because something we we used to watch Big Bang Theory together, but she started watching Chicago Med based upon a TikTok that she saw. So she was really interested in seeing how that episode ended. Right. So she didn't know where it was at She so she figured she start from the beginning. So I've been watching it with her and when you see a show once the cuz it's it's along with the you know, chicago med chicago pd right. chicago like it's 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 in the dick wolf uni- uh, multiverse. oh <laughs> uh, you know um so when you're watching a week to week you don't really think about much about like some of the things that are happening on the show you're just watching it every week but when you start watching it back to back to back episodes you start noticing things and the one thing that i notice is that chicago med likes to put kids in jeopardy like flat out Oh, here comes a baby. Oh, no, it's going into V fib. We got have paddles and, and oh, look, here, here's an adult. Yeah, the adult's gonna be fine. Oh, here comes a kid wheeling, and I'm going to Stacy. Kid's gonna wind up going under, you know, <laughs> like, and sure as shit, every time there's a kid, like, any 18 and younger, something horrible's happening to them. Mm. I'm like, that's why, that's, you guys suck. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's also very, like, soap opera. I'm like, I, That's why I liked House. House wasn't a soap opera. It was like, what's the medical emergency? Let me go fix it. I'm moving on. Let me pop some pills. I'm fine. Right. Um, See, what else did I watch Uh, of note? Oh, (laughs) okay. I have a VR headset.
2: Uh, I think we've talked about that in the past.
0: And every once in a while, I'll dabble in stuff in there. There was something happening this week, this month, up to the the beginning of February, that I was sort of interested in. I figured I'd bring it to the show because you would get a really good laugh out of this. Okay. Okay? I watched a concert. There was a concert of of a pretty pretty big group, and I was curious about this group.
1: Right.
0: Black Pink, Ed. The (laughs) K-pop, all-girl (laughs) K-pop sensation, (laughs) Black Pink, had a, a
1: <laughs> VR concert,
0: and yours truly was there. <laughs> now, <laughs> it was, it started on, uh, <laughs> now, I I marked it down on my calendar, because I wanted to, I didn't know if it was a one-night event, or if it was going to be a, 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 like, a continuous thing. Right. Fortunately, luckily for me, it's a continuous thing, but it started the day after Christmas, Popped my VR headset in. I go. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm gonna go see the Blackpink concert. La, la 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 And I get there, and it's already kind of like half over. So I'm. Um, I sit there, and I'm watching. I'm watching it. And I'm going. I'm kind of enjoying myself, you know. And, and because it's in VR, I can walk up close, and they're like right in front of me, right. you know. And then every once in a while, they'll pan back to like this. this they're in. They're in Seoul, Korea, their hometown. Mm. So they would have like the like, you were, let's say, a nosebleed level in the studio because they had, like, laser lights and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, okay, it's kind of fun. And I'm, like, toe-tapping. I'm like, I recognize that song. I don't know where I recognize that song. But, all right, I recognize that song. It's not a bad song. Right. <clears throat> not, all in, not all in Korean. It's, you know, a lot of English, mm-hmm. you know, as well. And I'm like, all right, but I, they're heavily lip-syncing. And the reason why I know that is because there's a song where they drop the F-bomb and... They're muting out the f bomb, but I'm chuckling because on the big screen behind them are the words. Yeah. And I'm like, so they can't say fuck, but they can have it on the screen. And, and and even, like I said, and, and, of course, they're jumping around and stuff, and they sound perfect. So I'm like, okay, I knew they were lip the. I'm- I wasn't born yesterday, Ed. Right. So I enjoyed myself so much that I actually stayed, and l- it looped, basically. I kind of got to see the opening of the concert and okay. kind of i kind of watched it like one and a half times in one sitting because it was actually pretty fun I, they had like this little vignette of like before like th- them beyonce and teller swift are the only three artists well or two artists in a group i guess that sold out the met stadium two nights in a row wow I was like, wow, they're like a huge sensation. I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. And again, Ed, not for nothing. It was an entertaining concert, and I took the helmet off, and I was like, am I a fan? What? (laughs) This is weird. (laughs) Am I I allowed to be a fan? Because I'm a middle aged man, and they're a K pop sensation, Blackpink, you know? I'm like, uh, it's not like I was like, you know, I I mean, I was sitting in the dark, but I had my head, the helmet on. I wasn't like, Oh, yeah, that's right. I wasn't, none of that. I was just kind of like, hey, this is fun. No. Stacey was asleep next to me in bed, you know, and I'm like, this is actually pretty good. (laughs) And I'm like, I think, do they have like a greatest hits album? I was like in Barnes & Noble like the next day looking around for movies and stuff because I had a lot of time to kill. And there I am going through the music section going, is there like a greatest hits out because maybe I might want to buy it like you know and I'm sitting there going Sean what are you doing I'm like no one's in here no one will know <laughs> like, like I was like I felt I felt I I have felt more comfortable going into like a adult bookstore than I was scrolling <laughs> through the K pop albums looking for black. You, people going, you <laughs> walked through, <laughs> when the rental stores had those beaded curtains. Right, to know
2: you would make that sale because you're going. That's Shh. right, I'm gonna go. Why? Look, it's porn.
0: And then this one, I'm going. Oh, I hope no, one, I, I, no one knows me in this air, part of town <laughs> and this bar's and Noble. So
2: i my friends walk up. I was about, hey, Shem, what are you looking for? <laughs> No, nothing? Because there's a documentary on Netflix, I think it is. My w- my wife found it. Uh-huh. And we were watching it. This, this is going back over a year ago, so I don't know if it's still on Netflix or not. But it's about, like, these teenage pop stars from Korea. Okay. And these older men are... Like, oh, see? Exactly. Nope. I'm out. Because, hey, they follow and them. And it's like... like
0: I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it was. I think it's uh, Lisa and Jen. I think are my, are my two favorites. <laughs>
2: <laughs> see the fact that you know two of their well, names see, at least they're, is kind of because I watch
0: TikTok. There's they keep showing one of them, and I, and I believe it's Lisa, who you know because they're dancing and stuff, and she's dancing, and everyone kind of like she's. And I'm like, ah, eh, she's attractive. Like, all right, I'm, you know, I like dance moves, and I'm like, let me go see a concert. Maybe I can see more of that. You know, and then I actually want to be in like, I like this song. Oh, I know this song. Hey, this song is in Just Dance. I know, like I'm like I know that song. I, know, I think I know a lot of their stuff. I'm like, how do I know all their stuff? Like, how do I, like, how in like I'm not. I don't have like a radio dial going. k pop. Let me listen to that. I think it's because working at GameStop, a lot of my coworkers are alt people, like, and they listen to a lot of K-pop and alternate music. So I think it's subliminally popped into my head, because they've been around for a little while. Yeah. And I'm like, I remember like, oh, I know that song. Oh, I know that. Oh, I've seen that video. Like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> I, fuck. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, okay, am I allowed? You know, I actually went and asked a co-worker. Oh, I asked Daniel, and I thought like Daniel, if anybody would, would rip me to shreds, because he, he's ruthless. He's quick-witted. I love him. Right, so I was like, and I told him what I did. He's like, "Oh, wow, it's really, really cool." And I was like, "Yeah, but I, am I allowed to be a fan?" He's like, "Sean, yeah, you're allowed to be a fan. It's okay." I'm like, "You really? Because I, I'm fifty. I'm a fifty year old man. Why like enjoying K-pop?" He's like, it's, "He's like, it's all right. <laughs> it's okay. You're allowed to like what you like." I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, I don't know, if I'm buying any albums, but you know, you're not gonna see me come walking and going, yeah <laughs> <laughs> So all K-pop t-shirts being. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's the thing. Like, they're all wearing these shirts, like, like this this documentary. And then, like, they'll go around from town to town, and they'll follow them. Oh no! Yeah, I, I, like, look, I'm, I'm, because they signings
0: little, and stuff. No, thank you. Like, Psst, you got any K-pop albums? Got any Blackpink albums, mm-hmm. <laughs> guys? And apparently, they all had like a solo career. Well, they all did like a, they did the kiss thing, but like they all did a solo album before they came back. I was like. I'm sitting there going I know that song I'm like am I allowed this is nice I actually really had a good time like I I saw like a Foo Fighters thing right on virtual and it was like a 360 thing so I'm standing I'm sitting there and I'm watching them play but I'm not as engaged with with the band because they're just kind of like just playing in a room and I'm at a concert and I'm going this is fun I like this and I'm like oh <laughs> Whatever, Sean, you're being weird. Check out. <laughs> I need an adult. I need an adult. Uh, uh, then I also, um, <laughs> Ed, you have a, you have a PS Five. Are you are you picking up any of the free games that you get every month? No, you should. Okay. You should. Again, you're gonna get a nice hearty laugh. I have played a lot of video games, Ed, and we talk about them, right? yeah. yeah. You know, on the show, and I found myself. This for December there was a free game, and I found myself up to yesterday still playing this game almost religiously. <clears throat> I think it's because of the stress that I'm in and under. You know, work, yeah, you know, I don't want to be shot at or this is Destiny, me? is it? No, it's not Destiny. Okay. No, but that's coming up next month. There's a new one. No, this head is Power Wash Simulator. <laughs> Right <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm slumming all
2: day at retail. I'm gonna come home and now I'm gonna, gonna, gonna wash the time. driveway. I could do that in real life,
0: but it's not as <laughs> satisfying as <laughs> It's not as satisfying. I'll tell you why. Because there's actual storyline to this, right? <laughs> right. Well, because you you work as a power. I am actually. I'm real close to finishing the, the the main campaign. Um, and I'm trophy hunting too. I'm like, oh, I gotta clean this first. All right, sure, I can do that. Mister Peterson's driveway <laughs> needs a wash. I'll be right there. So. So um, I have to go back and do like like the first mission you get, and you finally get your van. Then you power wash your own van. I have to do it with a certain nozzle and finish it using only that novel nozzle to get the trophy. Then there's a house I have to do where I have to go back and clean everything and do the gutters last, which infuriates me because it's a bungalow and I'm like, I don't know if I want to do the whole house again just to so get the trophy. <laughs> That's a fuckup. <laughs> I had to do a playground. I did a subway <laughs> station. I, <laughs> I had, had to do a rancher. <laughs> then I had to do a three-story building. God, God that took forever. I had to do and a it was a fire station, right? So you do the firehouse, but then they have this four-levelled like uh, what do you call it? the practice tower I guess and I had to clean that too the problem is in order to get the trophy I couldn't use the scaffolding that they give you as like a tool so I had to kind of get a long nozzle and be like open like it was it was difficult it was probably one of the most difficult trophies I had to get but here's the thing is the reason why I enjoyed it so much is because it really is you come you you start the game up and you're playing and you just got the nozzle and and you're cleaning stuff and it's just this shh It it really there's no music. There's nothing. It's you, the power hose and your dirty shit, right? <laughs> and and I I download it's it was free because I'm like, it's one of the, it was the free ah. PS5 game, right? Ah. So I'm like, let me just check this out. It's weird, you know, and I'm I really found myself being so engaged by it and so calmed by it. Stacy was watching it, she went and bought it for the Switch. <laughs> So we are both at night after a long day of retailing, not even talking to each other because we're so fed up with human beings, just going, I'm cleaning whatever I'm cleaning. She's cleaning whatever she's cleaning. (laughs) You two need therapy. (laughs) was really what you need. We had it. It was just Power wash. We're just... She eventually got tired of it. I did not. I'm like, no, I gotta see where this goes. I was just, I just did a boat. I just did, I just did a, a belt. I just did a UFO. This is awesome. I am now, I am now at what do you call it? a a temple that must be f- a lost Atlantean temple, uh, that was found in the Pacific. Just you know, <laughs> apparently that's why it was lost. <laughs> you know? that's how lost it was. It was in the other ocean. Oh, it was so lost. How lost was it? It was in another ocean. Oui. Hey! So I'm um, now I'm in the process of cleaning that, and I think that's the last one in the campaign. But um, but I was able to buy two expansion packs. Oh, God. <laughs> One's a SpongeBob SquarePants expansion. So like, the first <laughs> mission was hit the whole neighborhood. So there I am. I'm, I'm power-washing the big called the Pineapple. You know, I had to power-wash Patrick's home, but I had to be careful. I had to do the stone last. Like the stone stuff, so I can get the trophy. It's not a, it's, it's a boulder kind of yeah. thing. So I'm like, shh, I haven't gone any further than that one. But then the one I did buy and finished was the Back to the Future pack. Jeez. Oh, so f- the first one was, um, uh, it was Doc's van. Yeah. Then it was the DeLorean. Then it was the clock tower, and then it was the train. Right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they were all dirty, and they had to power wash each and every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> And it was just oddly satisfying and soothing, just as, look after a long day, some people read, some people crochet. I power wash it. And the best part about it is when, it's, when that spot is clean, because it's broken down into little sections and stuff, like, this table would probably be two sections because of this line, right? Yeah. But it'd be caked with dirt. So after, when you get the area clean, it goes, ding! It just, there's, like, this little ding, like, hey, you know what, You're, it's 100% clean. So there I am, just, shh. Ooh, sh- <laughs> ding! Sometimes, if you're lucky with the right nozzle on the right spray, you get sh- ding, ding. Oh, I got two! Like it was. You know, there's even a trophy where you had to kind of work on something. Oh my and get, god, this is sad. Get, this is getting so 95 done the thing without having any dings. <laughs> I was like, I was challenging it. I was challenging myself. Luckily, it was a statue of a hand, so I was like, I was able to get there. I was like. Yeah, I was so happy when that trophy popped. I was like, "That's what I'm talking about." And then it was like, "Ding, ding, ding, ding." I was like, "Yeah, why?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> then the only other thing exciting that happened to me this this it happened not too long ago. This is one thing I think you'd be interested in. Uh-huh. I'm working, doing my thing, right. Older gentleman comes in, not thinking much of it. Hey, what can I be out with? He's looking for to know if we have any, um, you know, like the Frogger, like, I call them novelty games, where it's like, a, hey, here's a controller, and you plug it into your TV, and yeah. that game is in that controller, and you, you know, Pac-Man, Q-Bert, um, Frogger. He's looking for one of those things, and things that we, um, was asking if we sold it, because he gets his grandkids every once in a while, and he, like, you know, that he, they want to do something and they don't have really have any much to do it. Right. And I'm like, well, I don't have, I don't have what you're looking for. The closest I have is this Atari, it's like 200 plus games, it's like 100 bucks, it's old school Atari stuff, it comes with two wireless remotes, but it has got like paddles on it too, so it's like, it, it's 200 plus games and it's old school games, like 8-bit graphics, like Breakout, Pac-Man's not it, but Yours Revenge is, like, you know, mm. and we're talking and this guy, the work, it's hard to explain it. Like when you meet somebody who pioneered some of the stuff that you are working with now. He apparently when he was back in he was talking about his, you know, younger days that he helped design the best way I can describe it is, "Ed, you have a PC, right? Uh-huh. When you turn off your PC and you turn your PC back on, it remembers the date." Yeah. That guy invented the battery to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, He's like he was. He had an idea, and he he was he worked in electronics and, yeah. and IT and, and um, electrical engineering, and he saw something, and that you know because of that, Samsung wanted the, some of his product, and he helped with uh, cabling for the internet. And I was like, you get. I was like, it was like talking to like Steve Jobs, or you know, it was and not on that level, but definitely somebody I was like who helped pave the way. Like everything you have now, like when you turn on your phone, it remembers what today's date is. And mm. it's because of the battery that he helped design. Mm. And I was like, so I'm to ask you, sir, like, you know, not for nothing. It was a really good conversation. His name was Edward. What he does now is he's retired, obviously. But what he does is he takes old um, hunting and sporting magazine covers and he uses AI to make them move he cleans them up and let's mm-hmm. say it's like a fishing thing and the guy's got the fishing ride, you'll see the waves moving in the background. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, oh, I'm like, you're like, and he was telling me he does it with, uh, he polishes up and cleans up old um, record albums too, mm-hmm. like, you know, digitally. And I'm like, with have you ever thought about going into like movie posters because i'm sitting there going jaws star wars all those great movie posters from the 70s like if you definitely pick a genre he's like he's like i would love to but then i would he's like i just don't want to he doesn't sell them anywhere he doesn't he's like he's like i got 50 friends maybe really five friends but 50 people kind of follow me you know to to watch the work that i do he's like but i was like i don't sell. i just do it for my own fun i'm like i'm like that's kind of cool like I was, I was like, it was like, that's nice of me here. I'm power washing at home, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And he's like, you know, using AI technology to recreate, not recreate, but to put motion into some of these old, you know, like, oh, it's got a coffee stain. So I'm going to polish that off and get rid of it and then make it move a little. I'm like, that was really, really cool. It was just a really nice conversation. Like you never, like, like you ever meet somebody and you're going, oh my God, like this, I asked him, I was like, look, I'm probably never going to. You're an anomaly walking into a GameStop in this area. I got to ask, how does it feel to be, you know, you walk so other people can run kind right. of thing. Like, you know, I'm like, you, how does it feel when you look at, like, the technology? Because, you know, we talked. We were talking about Apple. We were talking about Drexel, you know, how they had to have, like, you know, certain, uh, they had to have an Apple computer p- for the engineering programs. He helped design some of those rooms and things. And I'm like, yeah.
2: Well, it's just you know, saying that yeah. I I met a guy. I mean, this, this is going way back mm-hmm. to like the uh, um, uh, probably late '90s. Okay, and uh, I have a friend who went to Temple, uh, and he went to school with somebody, and they actually lived in the same apartment complex. Okay, kind of thing, and they would hang out once in a while. This guy came over, and so I I don't want to give away names or whatever. Right, right, but. Uh, he knew a lot of people and he would we started hanging out because we play pool. we love to play pool. Right, right. And we play pool like three, four o'clock in the morning, you know, right, drinking, right. drinking, whatever. And every once in a while he's like, Oh, dude, I gotta go to dinner. I really don't wanna go by myself. Would you you go with me? And I'm like, sure, I don't care. You know, yeah. like, you know, it's whatever. And I met the guy who invented the uh, for airplanes, how they you know like air traffic controllers look at a screen uh-huh. and it blinks. Right.
0: He created the blink. It's like, like, so ridiculously in, like innocuous, and you're just going, "Wow." Yeah. Like, like I mean, talking to this guy, I was like, "So you did that? Wait, that cable's yours?" Like he's like, "Yeah." And he, the nicest guy. Like you would never like pick that guy out of a lineup. Yeah. As like somebody who was basically the forefather of modern technology. Yeah. And I was like. Dude, I got to ask, how do you feel knowing that what you did back then, because you were talking about floppy, has affected, like it was like talking to my uncle. My uncle used to work for NASA. But to get somebody, like like, how does it feel when you, our phones are way more powerful than the stuff that you work with. How does that make you feel knowing that your work still lives on today? Like you can't, like without that battery that you created back then, everyone's information would be gone. You know, like that memory, that RAM memory. And he's like, He's like, it's great. I love it. It's like, you know, he, he did say he did for a while was getting residual checks through IBM and through Apple. And of course, yeah. that dried up after a while. Right. You know, contracts and stuff. He, so, and I was like, it was, it was just this really, really like, I was at work. He came in. I mean, it was early in the morning. So there was like nobody. So we were like talking for like a good 20, 30 minutes of just shooting the shit. And he was showing me all this stuff. And I was like, he left. He kind of like walked off to the wind. And I felt like it was like, I just like, it, it was just weird you're going like something ah,
2: greatness blew right, away and, for a little while right and, and your day and it just blew away you're right, going like and I'm like, just like wow I can't believe it, it was like <laughs> now I'm gonna go home and, <laughs> and watch Katie
0: watch Big <laughs> <Black> <laughs> go home power <laughs> for but knowing that I met the man who helped my phone remember what day it is <laughs> <laughs> It was just. It was like I said. It was. It was like the highlight of my day because I was like, "Wow, that's really." I, and you mean I hate people, but yeah. just something about the guy. Like I wanted to be helpful to him, and we just fell into this well. And I was like, "Wow!" I kind of like had that like moment of greatness. Like like, oh, you're the guy. You're the guy. Like you never know about. It. It's like those behind the scenes. Like everyone knows the Steve Jobs, and anyone knows the you know the Bill Gates because they're up front. But without these other guys, those guys don't get there. Yeah, right. And I'm like, oh, you meet that guy behind the scenes, it's like, oh yeah, you know what? I'm the guy who invented the, you know, the time travel machine that that Marty McFly. I'm like, You're the guy? Like it's like, holy shit. It was that was probably like the highlight of my Christmas era and happened like like last week. <laughs> uh-huh. um, that's kind of I'm um, up to speed. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things we need to talk about. We need to talk about that, uh, uh, what do you call it? Well,
2: before we get to that, real uh-huh. quick, I did watch something when I was sick, because um, I was I had COVID during the Christmas holiday. Uh-huh. I watched, I finally sat down and watched the first season of, um, it's called Battleship Yamato 2199. It's a remake of Star Blazers. Um, okay. When we were kids, right, right, we right. watched Star Blazers and all kind of thing. Uh-huh. And they remade, and the reason why I got interested is because there's three there's three parts to it. There and I have the first two, and the third one never came out, and they just announced that they're releasing it oh, like, okay. I think this year. So I was thinking, well I better start watching these you right, know, updated right. ones you know so I sta- I did watch it and it was really good. I mean I, I recommend it. it's in English, so it's not like, your, like your, right. your, your subtitles or whatever. and it was more about the like it actually humanized the desklocks the, the the villains of the uh, okay. uh, of the of the series. In in a way, like, like, I mean, they're still ruthless and all that, but like, you see more like, of like the inner markings of their, their uh, ranks and stuff. So it was, it was interesting that way. So, I mean, I recommend it. Uh, so if you, you know, if you have. Uh, you know, you see it on, uh, I think it's just pretty much on Amazon now. I mean, I think you you can buy it anywhere digitally, but. Right. Well, no, you can't buy it anywhere digitally. You have to buy it like through Country Roll, what are of the Japanese okay. ones. But okay. physically, you can buy it on Amazon pretty much. So, you know, I recommend picking it up. Okay.
0: So Now, you and I saw two documentaries yes. over, our, over the last couple of weeks. Yes. Uh, the first one was the one that you mentioned about. Oh, I mean, I brought it to the show, yeah. and you ordered it that day. Yeah, uh, and then I, I did too. That that same time, um, it is the what do you call it? Uh, the, the disturbance in the force. Disturbance in the force. <sighs> Woo! What a what a documentary. <laughs> I mean.
2: I have to. Ask, Did you sleep through that? No, <laughs> no, no. I. I Cause, no. <laughs> the story is years ago. We were. You know, we would watch movies and stuff. He would come over and watch movies. And one day I think it was around Christmas time sure. or whatever. I'm like I'm like We're gonna watch the holiday special I haven't seen it in a long time uh-huh. And he goes I'm gonna fall asleep I'm gonna fall asleep
0: In the first 10 minutes it. Mean, you're like No I'm, gonna, I'm telling you And he did He
2: <laughs> did But it was funny though To watch it with him Because when the commercials came up Because it was It was basically
0: taped it's, Off it's, of the television And it's funny They mentioned that bootleg That you and I both have Yeah
2: and, <laughs> and, But he would be sleeping he goes Oh I had that Yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> really imagine someone recording it on DV uh, you know VHS the day that it aired because that's you had one shot and that was it. it like if you didn't see if you if you missed it you missed it it was it would gone never aired again never aired again and then you watch it on blu-ray or DVD when I for the bootleg and I'm just like wow it it's got the commercials and everything and then that first 15 20 minutes where they're on Kashik or whatever Kashik Kashyyk. And all they're talking is Wookiee and there's no subtitles Subtitles. for the life of me. I was like, why did you make that fucking choice? You find out. I was like, really? That's why? And then to hear, like, to see how something like that gets made and how close they were to something completely different and maybe better. And, and, and I'm just like watching it for me. I was like, it was a, it was a thrill. I was like, Oh, I was able to watch it by myself. Stacy was at work. Mm. Me and the dog laying in bed going, <laughs> like, chuckling, going, oh, wow, that's kind of cool. Like, interesting. And I, I got it now. Like, I'm like, oh, I got That's it. to say,
2: you, you, you definitely get a more in-depth look at it. Because they, they break it down to, like, oh. the people behind the scenes. Uh-huh. And there were, like, two different camps, basically, like, type of thing. <laughs> Lucas, they only had for a day, basically. Right. And they, like, he gave his idea of the basically what it kind of is, the, the right. overall structure of it. Right. But the, whatever they put together was basically like, and it was variety shows. That's what basically you'll have to come down to because that, that, when you, when, as soon as you heard that, you're going,
0: ah! Right, <laughs> at the moment they said that, I was like, shit, that's right. I remember so many, and like, then you hear, there up pops Donny Osmond and I'm like, I used to watch Donny Osmond. The Shields and Yarnell show, I used to watch that yeah. as a kid so I'm going, Holy shit! They were all like variety shows at the time, and, and the, the, <laughs> there was there
2: were certain subtle things. I don't know if you 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 picked up on it or not. Was the fact is is that like the people like. And I see this more and more as as I watch television, and movies, and especially the behind the scenes. Because right. I'm more fascinated with that stuff than the actual show itself, right, right, you know, right. type of thing. I watch a documentary about something before Which I actually the, watch the show. I,
0: you know how I've played the RoboCop <laughs> video game. I'm watching the Robo doc, the Robo documentary. I have yet to actually go back and watch the movie. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I keep going. I'll get around to it. And the part of me is going, I don't know if I want to. But, but the thing was is that the the reason
2: like some of it was when like especially with Donnie Nas and, and, uh-huh. Yarn- and Shield and Yarnell was a fact is, is that they, they were afraid that we'll forget. We would forget Star Wars. The, uh-huh. the biggest set you know thing right. in nineteen seventy seven we would have forgotten about. Cause it, it's time life would have gone on, and like, right you know, like,
0: there was no VCR, there was no DVD players, there was nothing. Like once Star Wars was out of the theaters, it was it. That was it. So you had to, and you still knew that there's a second one. So for like three years, they just shoved Star Wars anywhere they could without rhyme or reason. Yeah, I mean, not for nothing. I chuckle seeing Donnie and Marie dancing around. You know, their brother and sister as Luke and Lamb going. If they only knew. <laughs> like I'm watching this going, This was in the late seventies. This was before he was even thought of as ever being brother and sister. sister. I'm going, That is hysterical. <laughs> 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 yeah, just watching it going, oh, that's why they just crammed it down our throats for those years. Now as a kid, you know, it's more Star Wars more gooder. Right. You know? And it just I'm like Oh, okay. And,
2: then, and the thing and going back to the original idea was is that Back in the late seventies, or actually from like I think like the mid sixties, maybe I was trying to think to like the late seventies. It was all variety shows. Like everybody had a variety show. Like it's like you're famous. We're gonna we're gonna Uh do something for you. We're gonna put you in a variety show. Can you sing?
0: Can you dance? If not, we're gonna make you host one. We'll have a bunch of other people who can (laughs) sing dance around you. (laughs) You Do a bunch of skits. It'll be a half hour. Whatever half hour hour cow Burnett show. Bang. Flip Wilson. Flip that what do you call it? Richard Pryor had I'm his own. Wilson, right? <laughs> anybody,
2: anybody who had like celebrity pull that could do uh-huh. something had a variety show
0: basically. And because... had something Star Wars related on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the Muppets are a big thing. I remember that. But it's the Muppets. Right. You
2: know? <laughs> and, that, you know, that's, you know and that's the, the idea was the fact is, is that a lot of this – you know, you just and it, it, it made sense. And like some of the actors that they've gotten, like Art Carney, and
0: <laughs> B. Arthur,
2: B. Arthur, they were the they were the go to people in a way to go. We we don't have anybody, and we don't have a budget for the
0: big names. Quick, get Marty Feldman, right? Quick, <laughs> <laughs> what's what's Harvey Keitel doing right now? <laughs> Nothing. Book him. Fuck. Book- <laughs> can me, get him, you know, like, get him in here now, you know. Put him in. A What's concert? he doing next Wednesday? Nothing. Get him. Can he, can he, is he is he a comfortable in a dress? Kind of likes it. Good. Uh, hire him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you just, you, it's, it's, you know, and that's what it was. At Christmas it was on CBS too. That was the other thing that you the like people forget. It was on CBS, and CBS is always the older like generation. Right, yeah. So that's why kind of like a lot of that stuff, like like like, like our Carney, you're going. He they got him and it's just going. Did he know what he was doing? And apparently he was like drunk half the time. Hey, yeah,
0: he's a boozer. I'm <laughs> gonna oh, so do that. Uh, talk but, to who? <laughs> like and then when you start thinking about some of the stuff, like when he when they <laughs> when they put the virtual helmet onto Stinky or whatever the old guy's name is, the old the old Wookie. Yeah, I forget his name. I, I don't <laughs> know. Slappy, Stinky, Stumpy. I don't know. Stumpy. But he's watching essentially porn. Yeah. What is supposed to be you know, except it's it was supposed to be Cher, but it wasn't it wound up being I forget the other singer, but she was just as famous at the time. Yeah. As a kid, I had no idea who that was. I probably would have recognized Cher more because she I used to watch
2: her own her, her and
0: Sonny and Cher, their own variety show or Cher's show. Yeah. So I'm like Oh, okay, and I'm like it is it it is a little creepy that he's watching I as a kid, it felt a little uncomfortable, and I couldn't understand why. Watching it as an adult, going, "Oh shit, they were allowed to put that on TV." I, I guess it never really occurred to me because it's not like he's, it's, it's not like you can understand what he's doing. And here's something like, "Oh yeah, uh huh, that's right." And I'm like, "You couldn't hear right." Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, I can't. I wish I missed be able to make Wookiee noises because the fur, right? it's <laughs> just, just all, all matted. <laughs>
2: but the the to the, 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 see, like, like when I, I think when I was a kid, it was just it was the idea was that you, I, I like you're watching this. That's the thing. It was virtual reality at the time, which would never existed back, back then. That was that was awesome. But then you're going. It was like she, to me, it was like you're watching a singer. It wasn't like you were watching porn. Like the kids, I think,
0: thought that it was a little creepy, but something was weird. You're going, okay, she's, why is he watching, why is this Wookiee watching a human sing and dance for him and really be like suggestive with him? And he's being like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And at the kid, I'm going, this is weird and fucked up. And I'm like seven or eight, and I'm like, I don't. Star Wars alright like, yeah. maybe one day I'll get it and I got it alright as I got older I was like oh when they, they kind of painted out and hang me over the head during the documentary I was like
2: he's watching K-pop
0: <laughs> no I got it I'm like I'm right there with you stumpy <laughs> It was just so stubby weird. and stubby. It was just so weird, just watching it. On, oh. uh-huh. and then having having. Apparently, this was news to me too. Yeah, And you find this out, and the, and the thing was that the reason why Chewie didn't get the medal was because he was supposed to get it when he got home for life day. Right, right. It was the whole reason why that you know that that <laughs> you're like, wait. So Han, the reason why Han and Chewie are doing this thing is because. They, he didn't get the, he was gonna get the medal at there for his, to show his family. We're gonna have this big thing, and I'm like, when the f- what? <laughs> and many many years later, they just digitally threw one on him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, and that whole like, they ran out of money, so all they had was just this, the end of Carrie, Carrie Fisher singing her song, right? And it just, I'm like, what a fuck! It's like a fever dream. Just watching it going, oh my God, I remember all those things. That's why that happened? Like it was just, it was it made me feel a little bit like, oh, okay, now it it all kind of falls into place when you watch that documentary going. Oh, okay, now I now it all I get it. Well, does it make me want to watch the thing again? Hell no. It does make me kind of feel like, you know what? Enough times happen. Put it out there, Disney. Just put it guide. No one wants to talk about it. No one wants to know. Like, and they kind of look like how they cut to other scenes of like Harrison Ford or Mark Hamill talking, you know, talk, talking, not talking about it. Yeah, and I was like, all right. And then you had like your obligatory famous people, Seth Green, Kevin Smith, like a lot of famous people who look back going, I remember watching that as a kid. It was crazy. Like right. Matt Noswald. You are like, oh,
2: <laughs> the st- the 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 nerds of the acting community, right? Horror yeah and then it just made you laugh you know and then it's yeah it was it was just it was it was satisfying when you when you like i've never heard of this before, and I just when I got it and i you know I watched and I was just like it made so much sense it and is. it was just, and it was just like you know now it's just like and yeah, you're right. You like you release it. Now they do they did release the the animated stuff. The one from, good
0: thing from that thing was the Boba Fett story. Right. And
2: they put that on Disney uh, Plus. So you can you can't see of that part. That's when everyone knows. But here's the here's the thing that's also funny too, is that if you go to the parks in November they do have the robes, the red robes the Wookiee Woods, the globe that you
0: get out. Oh, man, done. buy me. I'm going to get myself a red robe for they have, the holidays this year. <laughs> they have Life Day at, at uh, the Disney Parks. So, uh, it's, so it's part of the, you know. Right. It's part of the thing now. So just put it out there. Uh, you know what? And just let it be what it's going to be. I mean, or maybe they're just like, no, nah, you know what? We'll just let it have its own life. Yeah, but it's a bootleg. On Disney, don't you want a little something, something for it? We get plenty of money on Life Day at the parks. Right. You know, I mean, I kind of now want a red robe for next holidays. I could go walk around a red robe, me, put my virtual reality thing, watch Blackpink again. Like, I love Life Day.
2: So I recommend it. I highly recommend this documentary, genius. especially if you're a Star Wars fan. You know about the holiday special. I and uh, because
0: if if you don't know about the holiday special, are you even a Star Wars fan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna put it out there.
2: But, I mean, there's newbies, you know, out there that like sees seven, eight, nine. You know, it's like you know, there's six others before that, and then there was
0: two other. Yeah, I'm uh, go, psst, psst, kid, come here. Star Wars fan, huh? Watch this. You're welcome. I just fade into the black. I just fade into the background. I'm just have a whole bunch of copies. Oh, Star Wars fan, huh? What are you, seven, eight? That's about right. Watch this, and ask your parents. See you later. Disappear. They're just disappear into the night. Some crazy old man with a black pink T-shirt walked up, gave me this DVD, and then just walked away. <laughs> with his red robe on. It was weird. <laughs> Shh. Ho, ho, ho. Get <laughs> away with <from> my son. <laughs> Shh. Give it to your dad. Oh, no. <laughs> you get it porn? Nope. Better. Life day. <laughs> oh. Come on, son. We'll have a little chat-chat. I'm back in my day. <laughs> uh, thank you, chubby black pink t-shirt wearing dude <laughs> you're welcome my young man <laughs> boys and girls gather around and let me tell you a story about a day called life day <laughs> first 20 minutes you're not gonna know what's going on <laughs> just a bunch of <laughs> some old wookie dude is getting yelled at by other wookie people and Oh, just wait till it happens later. He's sitting in the middle of his own living room where the kids are playing. boom chicka bomp bomp womp womp Oh, I love you. You're so nice. Like, oh, ladies, up. <laughs> and the other documentary that we I watched, I'm assuming you watched too, is Attack of the Doc. Yeah, I, I, uh,
2: it appeared on, I watched a lot of YouTube Um and because I watch a lot of documentaries. Uh-huh. And Return of the Doc came up. And I'm thinking – and I had the same lettering and all. And I'm sitting there going, what the hell is this? And then I found out it was made by Chris Gore. And uh-huh. I and I go, oh, wait. I've been watching a lot of what's called Film Film Threat. He has a channel on YouTube. He talks about movies. And it's funny to listen to him because he's such a doomsday kind of guy now. Uh-huh. Like it's just so bizarre. Right. But I enjoy watching because it makes me laugh. Right. You know, type be like – especially some of the movies that he thinks were like terrible. And you're going, these were huge hits, you know, like, like, you know, like oh, Star Wars was terrible. I'm like, yeah, you, you've got, a, <laughs> you've got a, lot, a lot of people to argue against that, you know? Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, Star Trek was terrible. And you're like, Whoa. <laughs> dude, we're watching. Yeah. Um, but uh, he actually written and directed this movie and it was about Attack of the Show primarily. It was a little bit about G Four, but
0: yeah. But I mean, was, let's face it, Attack of the Show was G Four at the time. Yeah, you know? that
2: was their biggest their biggest hit, and it talked right. about especially Kevin Pereira and Olivia Munn because yeah. they were the two big stars of the day. But you know, type of thing, and they made a, I think she that made Olivia Munn's career. Oh yeah, started, totally you know. did. I
0: mean, they 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 kind of covered it. You know how like she, she was leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, Ed. The little one snuck out there. (laughs) I was like... I was like... I was like... Oh, when I moved, it must have snuck out. (laughs) Must have passed over something on the way out, too, because I was like... (laughs) Oh, I think it's out. It's... 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 it's...
2: (laughs) It's in my throat. Oh. God. <laughs> it's <in> my god. <laughs> <throat. laughs>
0: you filthy animal. <laughs> god. Uh, anyway, it's about this documentary about <laughs> Attack of the
2: Show. So I I watched it and I I said it to you cuz I was just like you got to watch this cuz I was I was nostal- nostalgic for G4 again. And then I thought about it. And I go, I wasn't really, I'm not nostalgic for G4. I was nostalgic for that time. Like, right, like, right, right. It was like, I first got married, we got Comcast. I was, was deep in the Comcast. I found this channel. Uh-huh. And I was enthralled i Like, every night I'd watch this from like eight to midnight, like almost every night right. type of thing. Cause you have, you'd have Attack of the Show, and then you'd have Cheaters, and uh-huh. you'd have The List, uh, X Play, and you know, all these shows. And you're just, it was like, like, and it was great because they, they brought G4 back for a little while and then it went downhill because of some crazy rain. I'm not going to get into well, that. Well, I mean, one okay, well,
0: I think multiple things happened there. Uh, we'll get to that later. Though, okay. Because let's talk about the documentary. So,
2: so anyway, so the, the, the documentary is about basically, like I said, it was the beginning. They started off with how G4 came to being. They had the show and then it was originally called Screensavers and then he twitches the Tataka show uh-huh. and, one them, and they were. What it was great it was seeing some of the behind-the-scenes people right. actually work on the show. And one of the things was that everybody – there was no bad ideas. Everybody could throw something out. And then if they, it stuck, it kind of – that's what they went with. So they talked yeah. about um, Attack of the Show, like making that as the new sh- title of the show. So it, it won- they, this guy won a prize or right, whatever. Right, yeah. It was like a contest. Yeah so you know so that's what it became and you know Kevin Pereira started and I mean like it had Kevin Rose I don't know if you remember him or not like, a little bit yeah he was like the start because he was like in screensavers at the time okay. and he had decided to leave and then they they got a they got a they got another host that was a blonde I can't think of remember her name now just for the life of me short blonde I don't know if you remember Uh-oh. she was short short stint before after that
0: well um, well, after Olivia
2: before Olivia
0: Okay, yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember many. There was there was Olivia. there was
2: a there was a woman there was a girl there for a while, and she was. I think she was also part of the screen savers, and she became the new co-host okay. with Kevin. And then she left she got married to one and one another, uh, like reporter. Okay, and the two of them left the show, and she ended up. Uh, then they ended up like uh, uh, auditioning other uh, hosts. Right, and Olivia won. Right. won the job, and of course, that's like like the birth of. Hey, nobody covers Comic Con, right? You know, like type of thing. That's,
0: yeah, that's where it got fascinating. Was watching what they did. Like
2: nobody but, covered really E three, right. you know, type of thing. And they were inside, and uh-huh. you know, like they would have a booth by the door. And they said it. It became a problem because people wouldn't move. They would right, sit there, so
0: watching the show. Because the show got so big. And watching it, watching the documentary again, it also made me feel nostalgic for. I remember it's a good. I remember looking back and going, you know what? Nobody did report on Comic Con. Nobody did report on E three. Like there wasn't, there was none of that. Right. Like you know, and it was fascinating to see like the birth of that stuff. I mean, and at the end, for me, it's what was more fascinating, which is the reason why I don't. And when we get to the end of that, I think it's the main reason why G4 didn't work at the new version. Right. I think because some of the stuff that was pioneered in Attack of the Show, it is now commonplace. Mm-hmm. Like, live tweeting on the show. When they, right. I remember they had the Twitter they wall. Had the Twitter wall, yeah. Like, nobody did that right. at the time. Twitter wasn't even, it was barely a thing. And they're like, you know, they were the first, like, show to really again, because of the the, the audience, to merge technology and entertainment together in a a way that no one's ever seen it before. That live Twitter wall could have been a shit show at any given moment. And that's what you were waiting for. You were waiting for Kevin to turn around and look at something that was so batshit crazy. I mean, they even talked about it. There was like a typo, or there was something that happened on the show that became like a thing like later on. Um, You know, it was just, it's weird to see how it evolved. And how E3 wasn't was a thing. It was just tech talk. And then when they showed up, it was like, here's video games and here's all this. And it became way bigger.
2: Right, because you would get the articles like after the fact, right. like what new, the new games coming out or whatever. Right, like, if you like, some
0: guy in a suit going in here today, look at our Samsung, you know, when they did the PAX East or whatever right. it was, we call the, the, gadget stuff no one ever did to them like look here's our new samsung it has this kind of pixelation and no one no one cared but you get the attack of the show people there and they're making it a big thing you're like oh my god this is great what else can i do well here's the video games look oh my god like it just it was a really nice time yeah yeah and and to watch how it like evolved and what happened like I didn't think about it until after the show was until the documentary showed me that after that show was over with Kevin and, and Olivia, even though yeah, sure it, it continued on after G four was gone, how the audience kept the kind of the spirit of the show or of the channel moving forward with Twitch streaming, like there's like you wouldn't have or YouTube streaming, mm. like there's that audience was birthed from G4. Right. And you're like, oh my God, that's, I never thought of that because, you know, like we're now so commonplace where TikTok, Vine, MySpace, all those things that have like some sort of video interaction with your your watcher or something like that didn't exist before Attack of the Show. Mm. You know, where they're interacting with, like, oh, I got this person, I mean, Bob from Kentucky says, Olivia, you look great today. Like, now it's, I'm playing my video game, and hey, Bill from Kentucky says I look great. Thanks, man. You know, yeah. like it. It was it was interesting to see that kind of part. And I, I reason why I don't think the current iteration of G4 was successful as it could have been. Number one, it was hard to find mm-hmm. because it was online only. You could probably, I mean, you could subscribe to their YouTube channel. And yeah, there was a couple of rants from certain individuals because you know. Toxic people, and they were allowed to have of a, a, um, people. Well, that's the same. You that's know. the
2: that's the problem with it because because we have every everybody has a voice now, right? Because of social media and stuff, yeah. and it's just like you, especially like like that was the other thing too about like they talked about Tackle the doc, which which kind of brings this up a little bit. Was the celebrityism like, uh-huh. like like now that they were like getting stopped because like like now they were you know now that we weren't getting their noticed their household names their almost. household names for, for the nerd community so you're gonna go and everybody wanted to be Kevin and, and Olivia especially right. from Olivia and then, and that's the, you know and the others too as well but it's just like they were they were the main two and you you. For them, it was like, well, those type of things where they had, like, they they couldn't stop at every fan because they felt right. bad sometimes because it's just like they wanted you know, because it's the, it's the only reason why we're celebrities because of these people, right. and, you know, and we can't because, no, we have to get to this spot. Right. Now we got we to gotta do our job. Job, right.
0: It was fascinating to know, like, I'm sitting here thinking, going, okay, you know what? John Favreau was a fan of the show. Right. Like, just a fan. The stuff they did with Rico, what's his face? Um, James Cameron. James Cameron. I'm going, holy shit, like. G4's An Attack of the Show gave a forum for nerd culture yeah. that was able to give these guys careers. I don't, like, would Iron Man have been a hit? I'm sure it would have. But, you know, there's John Favreau giving out passes to Cowboys and Aliens. Maybe not a great movie, but you know what? That movie was the audience it was looking for. Yeah. And Favreau was, like, a fan of the show. It's like, you almost felt like anybody who was on that show was famous, watched that show. Because they're like, I love the show. This is great. Kevin, Olivia, you're like, oh, my God. You felt like – it felt like a, a community, yeah. as, as weird as it sounds. Right. Like I'm watching the show. Like I used to – I know it was on live at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. and I was at work. So what I do is I would set my DVR to record it. So that way when I came home, I got to watch it because my fear is if you're going to – if when a show's live – Anything could happen, yeah. and then when they replay it at eleven, anything that might have been too controversial,
2: they took it off. They
0: cut it out. So I'll give me, give me, see, let me see the record the four o'clock version. Yeah. So that way I can watch it when I come home, and then if I want to, I'll watch again. Which I wind up doing because there's always like you know the video wall that they had, mm. which I'm like, wow, that's kind of like TikTok now, where it's like, hey, here's a video that a person gave us, you know, or America's Funniest Home Videos, right? You know, you're like. Alright, those things, a lot of those things like didn't exist, or they existed in just some sort of more techie format. It was really good, but I don't, I think that all that stuff that that show did, I swear to God, it's probably the reason why E3's gone. There's no, there's no, there's, form. yeah, they're
2: saying because, I mean, like, I remember the first few years, it was like 24 hours coverage, like, uh-huh. thing. and I would be like so hard to press not to sleep because it was right. like you end up going, Oh, they're going to talk about this game now, and you're going, I gotta, I gotta watch it, you know, like, this is even before we did this show, right? You know, like, you the thing. and it was one of those things where so it's like, I was so excited, like, I got more excited about video games at that moment in my life. I remember than, watch- like, in the past when I was wa- playing Atari in 5200. I remember
0: and, watching the live feed mm- of them doing the, you know, Xbox One. And the PlayStation Four, and I'm like, oh,
1: all yeah,
0: right. you're like, oh, like, wow, I didn't know which one to get, and then I watched, I was like, oh, okay, now I know which one getting, but it definitely, like, it made me feel like more connected to something, you know, like I, that this is, this is it, this is, this was my shit, right, you know, uh, and I, let me put it this way, I love those two so much, Olivia and Kevin. Olivia did a bio like a, a, a biography. Mm. I bought that book. It's a really fascinating read, mm-hmm. you know, and Kevin, because I work in GameStop, um, he, I had, I had, I don't think he was there this year, thankfully, because I wasn't there. Um, <laughs> he was kind of like the guy that was the, the color commentator for Nintendo's presentation at all my um, conferences. Yeah. So every year I would get to see Kevin like in person and I'm like, I brought, remember I used to probably have his green it's, it's- face. It's back on the shelf there, yeah. Went for Luigi's Mansion 3. They slimed and stuff. There was a whole audience. They didn't tell him about it. And they all gave us these faces. So when he walked out to go talk to us, there is a room full of people with the green thing on his face. And and he's just like, I I don't know how to handle this. It's weird talking to myself. Like, it's just, (laughs) it was just great because I'm going, dude, man, like, it's. Like, it's like, again, moment, those moments going like, I love you, man. You and Olivia are just great. Right, like, and 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 that's the thing. And I Alison mean, Slip was great, too. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Underwood, she was also like, you know, they started getting a little more TNA involved. But, you know, and the way they would push the envelope, because really no one was watching. It was kind of like, you know, it was like kids having the candy store or these the inmates running in the, the asylum, asylum. Right. Where it was like, you can get Olivia and jumping and jump it in a giant vat of chocolate pudding right you know and then have kevin rip off his clothes dressed as a french maid too just so she wouldn't feel uncomfortable like right. it's like it's it's great let's say but they knew how to they knew how to
2: interact with each other which was nice yeah and that was the thing like i remember like as it went on because they candace bailey was olivia munn's replacement mm-hmm. and i think that's when the show started slipping a little bit after right. Olivia laughed it was right, like you didn't have that she would she doesn't seem like the right type of person like you know like right. she, it,
0: she yeah she was friendly and she was lovable but something about Olivia that that star power that yeah. it factor I guess you yeah. can kind of say like Olivia felt very genuine with her sense of humor yeah. And her willingness, I think Candace was felt more forced sometimes. Right, like oh well, this is what Olivia used to do, so I have to do it too.
2: And I remember we would we would go to uh, it was called Wizard World at the time. Now it's called like uh-huh. something else. But the, well, there, was a, there was a convention that they would tour and all. And Candace Bailey came to Philadelphia. Okay, and she was I forget who she was next to. I, I there was two stars, and nobody would go up to her. And I kind of wanted to go up to her just right. To, but I knew I would say the wrong thing because I'd be like, "You ruined, <laughs> the, attack you
0: ruined the attack of the show."
2: Yeah, yeah like, like, cause even think, I felt kind of bad because it's just like you know, you go because I was meeting all these celebrities and just like, and like, you go, she's part of G four. She's the worst to me, the worst
0: part of G four. <laughs> but she's part of G four.
2: Like you want right. to, you know, you want to, you want that like moment.
0: DV Tuesday, yeah. With with Chris Gorge, you D- know his. Going through the movies, the rapid fire, the rapid yeah. fire, going. It, it's great. Like it's, I it can't get. It was a really good documentary. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? No, I, mean, I
2: loved it. I, I love. Like I said, I got nostalgic for G four for a little while. You know, I, I, didn't search out for it, but I kind of was like thinking about it, and then I'm thinking now because I did watch it when it was online and all, and then that toxic moment happened. And right. That's the
0: same. Like I think we talked about it on and, the show, and,
2: and it's, it's just like one of those type of things where, where you can't. Um, you start to become a celebrity, and you can't like listen to all the negative like assholes out there, right? You know? like, right, like, right, And that's what I think destroyed the channel, you know, pretty much because you can't have like, especially in the in the beginning months of it, you know, like like right, you, right.
0: When you like, it's weird because what I remember about that time was it was first was hard to find. Um, and I remember trying to catch it, but mostly it was it was toxic male energy. Trying to ruin the energy of another show, yeah. and you giving those people that moment on air, all that does is all I get you want to defend yourself, and I get you want to defend the show, or I get you want to slam and put down these people, and you kind of feel like you're being attacked and completely understandable. And you have the right to defend yourself, but you also have to remember that this is a forum where they'll take sound bites and they'll take, and for you not to remember that. And not to know that it right. kind of where while it's you know wild and crazy because it's the internet. The internet never for, never forgets. Yeah, and I think that that hurt the channel more because it was like, oh, we know we can get under their skins if we keep pushing the bubble, right? Rather than just ignoring it and trying to have a good time, you focused on the negative part of the audience, and that that that'll just eat you up, right? You know, like you just kind of have to like look at it and keep moving forward you just got to ignore it and try to find oh shit shit statement shit statement good statement shit statement let me go back to that good statement and 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 pinpoint that person and see if i can make something i'm going to say if you are a talented host you can have that ability to be able to make those those adjustments and flies and and things like that i'm not saying that that the person who did it was horrible but i think that that they Really focused too hard, like hard. You say, like, and then they double down on it too, which was even right. Harder. Like I
2: said, the the, the 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 those negative people don't deserve to have a voice. You're, you know, thing, right the thing they don't, and then the thing. So it's it's horrible that like what that what she was going through was, was happening, right? But you're going at the same time as you don't want to give that person those people that their fifteen right. minutes, like you right, just don't.
0: The Moment you moment you acknowledge them, that's it. You're done. Destroyed. You're you're destroyed because they're just gonna pile on. They're nameless, faceless, yo know, dirt bags. Trolls of the internet are just going to tear apart because they—they know if you were staring at them dead eye in in the face, they probably would buckle. But it's you know Wampa One telling you you're a piece of shit, and you're like I'm not a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. Oh, and then Wampa Rat Two is jumping and going No, I block. I you're like and it just becomes this mass hysteria. Like cats and dogs living together. You know. Next thing you know, you're an old you know you're an old Wookie with. Watching some porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed the documentary. But
2: yeah, I said I recommend it, especially if you
0: um, if you're of our age, of our
2: age, or of the 2005 to 2000. And, like, you know, there's always the shows 10. like Disney's
0: got it on. Like you know, like, hey, remember the 80s and remember the 90s where they kind of take because Stacy and I started watching one of the 90s where it's like they take a moment in in time and history, going, hey. This was what was going on back in the day, day and age, in the 90s. And obviously, the Attack of the Show and G4 will never be mentioned in those things because it wasn't mainstream culture. It was a subculture. So this documentary brings a light to that subculture that now is pop culture. Mm-hmm. Because it, there that culture didn't exist until G4 and Attack of the Show came around. X-Play, like all those, that the voice of the voiceless had things where it was like, Oh, you're a nerdy comic book person. You had had nowhere to go. You know what you did? You had G4. And G4 accepted you for who you were because they were all the same, especially when they did the Comic Cons. Like, I mean, you're like, oh, my God. I'm just like you. You're just like me. Right. You know, like, oh, my God. And and there was this really good sense of community and, like, a place of belonging that right. seems to kind of be lacking nowadays. Maybe I'm just not looking at the wrong – maybe I'm looking at the wrong well, spot. Now like, I should like, be going to Blackpink concerts. <laughs> find my people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that time you wanted to be a brony. You know?
0: Right, right, yeah. Let's go to the bronies. Woo, but yeah. The,
2: but the idea, though, was, you know, like like I, I, I was saying to somebody, we were talking about this, and I said, it's one of those things where it's like, you Go to Disney and you put Disney ears on, you know, uh-huh. and you're walking around Disney as normal, right? Like, type of totally thing, normal. but as soon as you leave Disney, you're not wearing those ears anymore. Mm-hmm. You might have them in your on a shelf somewhere, right? Or hanging you ain't on going to work next day, going, Hey,
0: I got my Mickey ears <laughs> on, yeah, right? you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> you're, not to, you're not going to a
2: movie with Mickey ears on or going to a food shop, with Mickey. right? I,
0: I think I own the goofy hat that um, the genie wore at the end of Aladdin, yeah, I bought it because I love that movie. I loved Robin Williams, but I had the opportunity to buy that hat. I bought that hat. Did I wear it at the park? Yeah. The moment I walked out those doors, took it off. <laughs> a, I didn't. A, I didn't belong. That's exactly. So, I, soon, it,
2: soon as you were going heading to the airport, that right, hat right went right off, and it, it, it never, never saw the light of day again.
0: Never again. Maybe
2: I mean, it's a costume contest prank or something maybe. like that. As a oh, joke, oh, I
0: got my Hawaiian shirt on, my hat. Woohoo! Oh, hey. <laughs> hey, allow out. Call me Dick. <laughs> you know. Just, that's that's the kind of thing. So that's
2: that's that's what like it is now. Like like you you can go to a con uh-huh. and wear stuff like that uh-huh. and feel good about yourself, right? And, and then because nobody's gonna go, what an idiot! You no know, no one's like, gonna so, judge you. You yeah. can be
0: the fattest boldest person and say I'm gonna paint myself green and go as the Hulk and everyone's like dude you do you dude, right you know you <laughs> could be middle aged pe- Hulk pe- <laughs> people will be like can I get your picture like yeah and then
2: f- stand next to you like you know right. do selfies or whatever and you know you feel the greatest moment in your life but the next day you're not going to work like it's Green Hulk right, you no, know? unless crazy, of course you're get you no- <laughs> that
0: <day. laughs> right you go shit <laughs> oh, the wrong you or like you're sitting at work here your damn day job click 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 click. Oh, I forgot to get that spot off. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I remember that. Sean, why are you wearing green? Uh, yeah, I'm Irish. <laughs> it's July. Oh. oh. Aaron, go bra. <laughs> <laughs> but i
1: was, say, Like, like I was watching The Highlander. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's Scottish. Anyways. Oh, damn. <laughs> Still <laughs> green? <laughs> anyway, but that's the idea. Is It's like like there's certain spots you can go to. Right. But like where G4, it's just like you kind of felt more comfortable, like especially watching in your home and all. like, Yeah. And, and then talk about with among your fellow nerds. Right. Like, you, did you see Attack did Lance? Did you watch
0: or? any of the Comic-Con stuff because it was hours, 24-7 or it was like all day long? You're going, oh, my God. I had to be home or I would record it all day long just so I can see what movies they're announcing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Who's there? This is great. Kevin doing the you know, the Hall H stuff. It's like, this is awesome. Yeah. All gone.
2: All gone. Yeah. Those days are gone. And it's, you know, it's a shame. It really is.
0: It all right. It really is. All right. So now, okay. Now, we have a serious, a serious conversation we need to have. Okay. Because uh, you're about to slip into Blu-ray and DVD new releases. Yeah. So why don't you do that and let's talk about something? because yeah, this is a real short list. So
2: <clears throat> it won't take long at all, kids. Uh-huh. All right, his is it's coming out this Tuesday for you. Uh, not much. So it's just 4K releases that are the big things this week. Right. Uh, Beer Bloodfest is coming, <clears throat> getting a 4K release as a 2016 film. Cutting Class 4K is coming out to 1998 or 1989 though, excuse me. Then we have Lone Stars, another 4K that's coming out, and that's from 1996. Then we have Police Story Three: Super Cops getting Lone a 4K Star. release. That I think is a um, uh, what's that? Uh, uh, Jackie Chan movie? That's okay, in yeah, 92. Yeah. Okay. And The Raid: Redemption is getting a 4K release. It's a 2000. That's a good movie. Oh, that's a great movie. All right, let's move on to video games. Okay, there is okay. some video games coming out. All right. Legend of Grimlock, and not the one you're thinking of, because I haven't looked it up. Grimlock. Right, developed and published by Almost Human for the Switch, and that's coming out Monday, the 15th. Me, not that Grimlock. (laughs) (laughs) Then there's Bulletstorm VR, developed by People Can Fly and published by BCF Group SA, and that's for the PSVR2 at Quest and PC, and that's coming out the 18th. which is a Thursday. Then we have Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, developed and published by Ubisoft for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, S and X, Switch, and PC. And that's coming out Thursday the 18th. Then we have Turnip. Turnip Boy Robs a Bank. (laughs)
0: Turnip Boy Robs a Bank. Oh, shit.
2: Developed by Snoozy Kazoo and published by Graffiti Games. Snoozy? (laughs) Yeah, Snoozy
0: Kazoo. He's... He's back in business. No, yes. what's he making? Uh, the, the kid who robbed the train. Turnip boy robs the bank. Turnip boy rob the bank. I'm published by a gra- Snoozy Canoe.
2: No, really. I'm published by graffiti, <laughs> graffiti Games for the Xbox One, Xbox Series S, X, and Switch, and PC. That's coming also out Thursday. That's what day, Snoozy's day, been
0: th- up to lately. <laughs> Man, I thought he disappeared. They disappeared. Nope, making a game. Turnip boy Snoozy <laughs> robs a bank. Wow. <laughs>
2: Then we have, then we have another code recollection developed by Cringe, no, Singe. I'm sorry, Singe, and de- published by Nintendo for the Switch, and that's coming out Friday the 19th. And finally, The Last of Us Part Two remastered, developed by Naughty Dog and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment for the PS5, and that's coming out Friday the 19th. Huh,
0: okay, I do know that I'm, um, um, as I talk about, I know I talked to Nazmi about the power washer. But the RoboCop game was okay. I didn't, I didn't finish it, but it definitely it was fun. Um, But the problem I had was that he, because you play as Robo, the his movements are kind of slow and clanky, so because he's a robot. So I'm like uh, watching him walk, and then there's you know there's open world moments where you're walking around the street, and there's oh look there's a a car parked illegally, so you walk over to you have the uh, you know you can write a ticket and upheld the law like yay Uh. (laughs) you meet people and they have a problem and or like this guy is drunk in public so you go you are drunk in public you know i have to write you a citation they're like come on man let me go and you're like you can choose whether or not to let them go or uphold the law but you're also trying to make people like you because you know there's it's it's you know you're a robot (laughs) Uh. um and then the avatar game is it's meh to be honest it's I don't even think if you even really like the movies, I don't think this game's either I don't think this game's for you. It's very far cryish, meaning that like you are uh, a Navi that was raised by humans apparently, uh on on what do you call it? On Pandora. Uh-huh. and it's this is during the first movie. Something, then the big fight happens at the end of the first movie and it happens in that in, in the game. And then you are put in a cryostasis for sixteen years, uh-huh. so now it takes place during the second movie, where humanity has kind of taken over some of the planet. So there is factories. So you now have to kind of when you get to those areas, the plants are dying and the animals are dead, and and because of, because of pollution, right. so you have to go destroy those bases, and it immediately brings the planet back to life but while you're doing this you also have to you you don't know what it's like to be a navi so you kind of have to become one with the you have to learn how to become one with the planet again uh i i didn't get my little sex with the dragon thing yet to be able to fly around town i'm still kind of <laughs> still kind of running and jumping um and because i was raised by humans i have the tendency that i can i don't have an aversion towards like mechanical stuff right so there's like oh you can pick up this gun and start shooting and you know oh we need you to help defend this here here's a bow and arrow all right good i can, i you know i have plenty of games from bow and arrow mm. look you have to kind of you know you have to become one with the land so everything that you do has to be created and made so if you want if you want arrows you have to grab the things and make them on the fly um when you go and capture a base you have to destroy a generator, and then on this tower, this billowing smoke and flames will come out. And when it opens up, you're supposed to put an arrow, like a, an arrow with a grenade on it, like so it'll explode to bring it down. But if you don't have the material, you can't make that grenade to be able to get that to go off. So you kind of it gets a little difficult because they don't really. There's no real. Hey, you need to go over here. Follow this path. It's you need to go over here or you can get there however you want because you're a Navi and you're climbing over stuff. But they don't make – I kind of wish the path of travel was a little better because I'm going to climb this mountain. Oh, it's this is difficult and I didn't need to climb this mountain. Great. So now I just spent the last 10 minutes struggling to climb something and be like, oh, I didn't need to be here. Like, <laughs> oh, it's actually down there. I could have just walked around the mountain. Fuck. Had I had like a nice path to go – or like at least an arrow, like you do have this navi vision where you, you know, it's, it's kind of like focuses on stuff, but just, but it doesn't give you like the path of things. It'll tell you a path of a, like a, an animal, yeah. so you can track and hunt that animal down, so you can kill it, so you can make yourself your food that you're going to eat, right. or help make the clothes that you're going to wear. Okay. You know, but outside of that, I'm just like, or you can pick up a gun if you find one, and you can start shooting, you know, the humans, which because you know they're, they're they're fighting you too, and but the problem I have is that, for me, instinctively, you hold the gun, you you, you point it straight, and you start shooting at things. But because you're an eight-foot fucking blue cat and the humanity is, like, three foot shorter than you, you kind of have to point down. Right. If not, all the bullets are going over their heads. And I'm like, i got to point down, point down. You know, and then it's, like, it's kind of frustrating because I'm like, all right. Oh, look, here's an animal that's coming to attack me. I, where's my bow and arrow? Uh, and I have to use, they want you to, you know, when you kill an animal, they want you to do it humanely. So you have to use your Navi vision to kind of get the, find the heart. So that way you can, you know, shoot at the heart and knock it in one kill. Like, kind right, of okay. like that. To make it like. One shot, you, one kill. Right. One shot, one kill. Humane. You know, humanely. You don't want the, you know, the animal to suffer, obviously. Because, you know, we're all supposed to be one big happy planet. Mm-hmm. The problem is, this thing's attacking me. So it's hard for me to be, be able to, like, can you just. Take five steps back and stand still, so I can shoot you in the heart. Right. Like, because no, it's jumping at me, and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, <laughs> right, right, and I'm like, just kind of, I can't even pull back because they're attacking me, so I kind of have to push them off. Or, oh, let me go climb this plant. Let me go climb this tree, and and then kind of hope that I can maybe spot them because it's everything's kind of green, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I'm like, it, it's a struggle to try to find a way to enjoy the game. I luckily. Look, this is one of those fortunate moments where I bought the game, and then that same day I got a free code for it for being a store manager. So I immediately returned the game, and I was like, "Well, I don't need to buy it now because I just got a got free, free code, code for it." For it right? um, and so, I, you know, I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go play it for free," and I'm like, "Man, kind of glad I didn't spend the money on it." You know, I did. I am gonna be picking up Prince of Persia. Okay.
2: Be- it's, before you okay. go to the first, I just uh-huh. wanted to... Because I'm the worst person to ask because I have not seen any of the movies. Okay. I've been to the park and I've seen mm-hmm. the... Uh, they have an area in Animal Kingdom that's Navi or, or, or Pandora. Pandora, or right, right, right. And it's – like I've ridden the ride, and there's one cool ride where you're riding the blue bird thing on what's right, called. Right, it's a little dragon it, thing. Yeah, yeah. They, but they, and it looks really cool. It's, it's uh, worth going because you can feel the, the – on your legs, it's like breathing. Okay, you feel yeah, your cool. knees moving, you know, right. and you're flying around. And you feel you – you're not going anywhere, obviously, right, right. but that, that makes you feel. You're like, oh, my God. like, right. like you know, <laughs> And then there's a boat ride, and it's like all these the, – the, these, um, Looks like coyotes to me, but they're not. They're like type thing. They're walking through. Okay, and it's it's on screen, but it's it, it looks like they're really there with you. Right, and then there's a big Naive that's singing, you know, in in their language right. and all that kind of stuff. So it, it's cool. But there's rock formations in the park that uh-huh. they're not in the movies. They put those in the video game. So that to me, that's the only connection that I know
0: about Did this. They put him in the video? The rocks? What could the rocks? Look There's like? like, I'd have
2: to. You'd have to like look it up. Well, the, like whole type thing of- is, the whole the whole. whole
0: idea is why you're trying to help defend your planet through the humanity by with the over pollution of the planet. You also have to kind of reconnect with the planet and learn from your ancestors because you're a tribe that kind of is non-existent anymore. Right. So like you're like the last of your people. So now you have to find the plants to you know. Oh, there's also plants
2: too that right. they put in in Disney that that wasn't right. in the movies. That are in the right. So game. now you have
0: a plant with like a little thing for your he- your tail or your hair thing to you plug into, yeah. And, and it gives you unlocks a memory core, which then helps you know give you like a new, um, like oh, you can now land and not you know only for half as much damage if you fall from a height. You know those kind of things. Like <laughs> it's like upgrades to your personality to your person. Um, then of course, while you're tr- so you kind of want to run around and try to find all these you know trees to get to advance, right? To go around just shoving your 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 knobby dick into things, kind of being like, "What are you going to teach me today, <laughs> elder?" That's so sad. <laughs> easier, like I see
2: you, you don't see this. Curse. Right. He's waving his hand around I'm, like, I'm shoving, shoving my, I'm, trying to I'm, shove it into something, and it's right. like,
0: "Yeah, I'm going to stick my dick in everything, right. and I'm trying to see what it's, I can learn." It's exactly what it feels like. I'm going to stick my towel penis into your. Hole, and we're gonna tangle, and these (laughs) leaves are gonna mesh in with one. Because you guys see the movie, because like they all have this this yeah thing, and they shove it into things, and it's that's how you ride the little blue thing, you know? Like, woo, look, because we are one, we're symbiotic relationship. I'm gonna do this with this plant, shove. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. What are you gonna? Oh, you're going to teach me how to swim faster. This is great. Like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Where's the next one? Oh, it's over here. But you got to get through this and go through the pollution. All right, I'm going to do that. Let me run over here. Let me follow this branch. This branch goes nowhere. Here's some rocks. Let me go climb these rocks. Oh, you know what? Here's like this weird rock formation where if I follow, if I pay really close attention to where this arrow is kind of pointing, and if I follow it, I follow it to a little special spot where I can scan and be like, "Oh, look!" It kind of opens up the map a little bit, and I'm like, "Why?" It's just, I'm just, it's, it's, it's a struggle, right. which is probably the reason why I'm going back to. <laughs> it's even Fortnite has gotten too busy for me, like because they the new season started in Fortnite yeah. and they added so much. Like, not only is it your standard Fortnite, which, you know, has got the zero build and all the build, but now they added, you find out that they worked the deal out with Lego. So now there's, you know, um, Fortnite X Lego. And I'm like, oh my God, are you telling me that I can do, like, you know, Battle Royale, and, like a, a whole world of us as Legos shooting at each other? Because I would love to see a Lego. I have a, the Xenomorph from Alien. Like, you can tell me there's a Xenomorph Lego. Oh, I'm in. You know, carrot gun toting Xenomorph shooting. None of that. It's basically Minecraft with Legos, and only certain characters translate into Lego characters. So, like, I got no Lego Xenomorph, but I have a Lego Darth Vader, you know, <laughs> or, or a Lego Indiana. And I don't really think Indiana Jones, but, like, some Le- some of the Lego Marvel characters, or some of the Marvel characters I have are, are in there. Right. But it's like, oh, so you're going to have to learn how to build and you're going to do this and survive. And there's like a story mode. And I'm like, I'm not interested in that at all. Like, I would like, give me a gun. Let me go shoot some Lego characters. And when they die, they make that that, that yeah. noise when they break. Like, that's what I was looking for. Didn't do that. Then, since they also, since Epic also owns uh, Rocket League, which is like their little RC um, soccer team, right. there's now. A racing world, so you can actually go and race in you know, you can get a car, and those cars also translate into um Rocket League, of course, because right. you know, cross platforming, right? Uh, cross pollination. So you can have this car this car with this color scheme and that you know, and these stickers, but you got to win these races. And here, if you get to this gold level, you know, they keep keep competing, keep competing. And, You'll unlock new levels and with new stuff. And at the very end, when you reach the Gold League, you'll unlock this character. So if you're like me and you want to try to get as many of the characters as you can, you want to kind of work at it. But it's kind of fucking boring. You know, it's a a race. And I'm like, okay, this is fun. But then after a while, it stopped getting fun because I'm racing. But these guys are doing stuff that I don't know how they're doing because there's no, like... Like, why are these guys so much faster than me? Is it my car? Because now I'm starting to fall into that that concept going, maybe I don't have the right car. Maybe I need to, you know, get some V-Bucks, get myself a real car. Like, <laughs> but it's not that at all. It's like maybe it's just timing. And I'm like, all right, that seems weird, but I, I could keep practicing it. But if you don't want to do any of those three things, Ed, you know, your standard Battle Royale and your standard Fortnite stuff or the, you know, they also own um, harmonics. Which is the makers of Guitar Hero or um, Rocket uh, Rock Band? Mm. So they now have a section in Fortnite where you can actually play Guitar Hero. You know, they actually have like I have my I have my controller and I go on and I'm on stage and I get they have actual songs like, from artists and stuff, and you're, <laughs> you're not Blackpink. <laughs> Trust me, I, I can't <laughs> <wait> for that <laughs> but like, I looked. But, like, um, Bad Romance by Lady Gaga is there. So yeah. I'm like, okay, I, that's the song I can pick. All right, let me go play that song.
2: I'm just saying that, like, you're playing this song, like, on a stage,
0: uh-huh. cover, and somebody runs by and, bam! No, no, no. It's, it's, <laughs> you're actually at, like, you are the performer <laughs> in the concert. You are the... You, you and like four, three other people mm. because you can pick drums, you can pick vocal, you can pick bass, and you can pick lead guitar. Right. And then you know, of course, obviously, the more the better you are at, it, the more stars you get, and the more points you earn. And the it, it and then you get to, there's also like this world where you can the songs. You, this is where you buy the songs for like five hundred bucks, five hundred V bucks, where it's jam songs where you can actually sit there and jam on like if I want like. Um, Billie Eilish's um, bad guy. I'm a bad guy. There's like the drum snare part, and then there's the guitar part, and then there's her vocal part, which are all separate tracks. So you can go over and and be singing, you know, play, just jam out on Billy Eilish's drums, you know, snare thing. But you're actually with Bad Romance from Lady Gaga. You get to kind of mix and mash with other people and it, it's mm. okay but i'm like there's just too much going on I, even if i want to go and, and play on the just regular old zero build Fortnite, the island they gave you is just so massive which is frustrating because one of the one of the characters that you can if you go up through the levels is P, a swole peter griffin Right, like he's all. You know, when he remember, when he loses all the weight and he gets mm. all the muscles. Mm. He's actually now a playable character, finally. And then one of the bonus things, one of the bonus memes that you can play is burr burr bird burr burr burr, burr, burr 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 like the, the little dance yeah, he does. Right. So I'm like, I'm like, I have to get that. I have to get that. But only way I can get that is I have to beat like, I have to get to level over a level hundred. I'm at like, I think like, not even like thirty four and the season ends i think the end of february i'm like i got to had to work i got to put some work in to get there and it just doesn't seem like it's fun this time around i'm like oh no did did, did fortnite lose its magic for me uh, or maybe it's just this season's just you know there's too right. much going on maybe like cuz at the end of this season pass um i'm assuming all that stuff will still be there but i'm hoping that they do something different cuz this one's kind of like Eh, not really keeping my interest as right. much as I'm hoping. Yeah. You know the other ones have in the past. Like, oh my god, I can do this and I can do that. Like, I don't care about the rock. I don't care about the racing. I'm not caring about the the kind of bummed about the Lego. I'm like, oh. yeah. You know, you didn't say that it was going to be just that because I my hopes were my you popped my balloon. Right. <laughs> yeah. But one of the things I wanted to talk about is as a person who. It's 2024. Yeah, you know who's losing their 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 fucking movies. It's Best, Best Buy. Buy, right? They started it already. Yeah, because um, lately I've been going in there. It's kind of like oh by myself, just walking through, going, okay, what do you got? Whoo you got? Shit, like you got nothing because you're not. I'm hoping I'm waiting for the moment where they go, Hey, all that stuff that we can't seem to go, let's put it in stores because we're not be selling it online. So let's go shove it in the stores and look at people to go buy it. Right. Like which is the reason why. Like recently I was just there and I picked up the Eternals for their Steelbook four K for ten bucks. I'm like, wow, that was I that's a not a fine, but it's it's like all right, like so that uh, kind of money you buy it, right? You know, like, right. Uh, like, it's Th- that. Th- the Thor Love and Thunder steel books, ten bucks. Uh, Buzz the Lightyear game movie um, for ten bucks, and I'm like, all right, you know what? This is I'm not going to buy a Lightyear, but I'm like, all right, this is okay. I can see what you're doing. I'm uh, I'm hoping maybe like we'll see Blue Beetle because I missed out on that one. You know, mm. the Indiana Jones obviously that's gone. I was really. F- Fingers crossed, maybe I can get my hands on a uh Sleepy Hollow, because that looked like a cool steel book. Mm. So I'm going in looking just solely at steel books now because I'm like, well, I just kinda wanna get them. Like and I'm even circling, like I bought st- I bought Streets of Fire, but um I was like, it was just shout select, but it wasn't a steel book. It was just I like that movie and it was on sale. You know? Um, but I'm I'm going okay. Well, there's the Expendable movies are all in steel book, and they're like you know they're like thirteen bucks except for the newest one, which is like twenty. I'm going, all right. You know, that's kind of cool. The Indiana Jones box set, the steel book was like seventy five. I could it wasn't at mine, well the one that's close to us, because now I'm like, well let me go out to Oxford Valley local reference. Let me go out to Willow Grove see what they got. You know like, and I went out to the Willow Grove one, and it just was just. Like, come on, guys. This is, are you going to go out with a whimper or are you going to go out with a bang? Like,
2: oh, it's going to be a whimper. I hate to tell you. I, I, I hate yeah, to burst your bubble on this. No,
0: I, I I know the reality of it is it's going to the, uh, fade to obscurity. And a part of me is like, what do I do after that? Like, wh- I mean, it sounds like, oh, Sean's all by himself. He just bought a shit ton of digital content. I'm like... I'm, a lot of the digital content is because I bought the physical content and it came with the free did. like the Indiana Jones movies. Yeah, they're the steel book and they're like the white ones and all that stuff. But it all came with digital copies, right?
2: And and the one thing that I always like, you know, like like because I I have like eleven over eleven 1, hundred digital copies of movies. And the thing is, is that like you know, and every once in a while it comes up is the fact is that I don't own them. You know, like right. like like I have them. I can watch them on my phone. I can right. watch them on my computer. I can watch them on my TV. But at any given moment, I mean, it all goes away, right. and you're going, yeah. And like, like, I, that's why I don't invest a lot of money into that. That's why I'll pay that top right. dollar for for their movies because right. you're going like for five bucks. Yeah, I'll buy one for five bucks because you're you're running it for four. Uh-huh. So I'm like, and I can own it and watch it anytime. On for five bucks. I
0: legitimately had that conversation today with an old dude because we were talking about it, and his son was interested in a digital version of PlayStation Five. And I'm like, yeah, I can sell you one, but I but I usually like to throw these things out, like, hey, just so you know. It's all digital. You're going to be taking up more space on your hard drive, but more importantly, you don't really own it. And the kids like, "What do you mean?" The dad knew what I was talking about. I was like, "I'm like licensing rights." And I'm like, "Look, I gotta." And and I I was like, "Look, I'm a so I'm a media. I, I gorge myself on media, on, on movies, TV, and I know am I how I have I have a threshold, and I go, am I willing? How much money am I willing to throw away today? Right before is it is. You know, is Dressed to Kill worth $20 to me? No, it's not. You know what it's worth? It's worth 5 bucks to me because 5 bucks would be like, eh, whatever. Right. You know, like some of the movies that I picked up, it's like, oh, well, it's $5. It's like, uh, I think there's one I'm thinking about. It's an actual $10 purchase. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to pay, pay $10 for right. it. I'm like, yeah, I want the movie and all. And it's a movie that's been on my list for a while. But I think you could do better. Right. I can wait you uh, out. I can wait. This is this is the long game. Right. Hey. And I'm like, but I, I was like, told this guy, I was like, I I have over a thousand movies now, and even if I did pay them five bucks a pop, that's five grand. If every single movie was worth five dollars, yeah. And I'm like, I know, like, in full disclosure, I didn't pay some of them I got for free, but some of them, most, majority of my stuff that I have in my library is because I own the physical version, you know. So I'm like, to me, I'm like, all right, that. Indiana Jones in the the four pack, you know, like yeah, sure, you know what, I got it. It might have been at the time. I think I paid a hundred bucks for it, but it's all four of the Indiana Jones in that little box set, and they're steel books, and it they're they're white and they're just so gorgeous looking. And then I have the new one, you know, the steel book, and I'm like, that's a nice little set right there. And I have them digitally, but at least if something were to happen to that voodoo, I don't care because I got them right there in front of me. Right, I know I own them on Blu-ray. Don't tell my wife. You know, but I wanted the four K Steelbooks. And that's kinda of where I'm at now where I'm going into the stores. I'm going, What do you have? Like, there is a, a movie that stars um Nicholas Cage and um Joel Kinnerman, the guy who um was um Randall Flagg, I think in the, the Suicide Squad movies and he was also the rebooted Robocop. Uh-huh. It's called uh, Devil's Advocate or something something it's um Sympathy for the Devil. Uh-huh. And it's twenty three bucks. It's a steel book, no digital content. And I'm just going. Do I? Just, am I just going to buy it? Like I'm holding it. And I'm going. It's a nice steel book. It's got both in it. it. It's probably the movie poster. I don't know much about the movie. It's like Nicolas Cage holds this guy hostage, and they have to do things. But why is it? Why is it called Sympathy for the Devil? Like is right. is is, is Nicholas Cage really playing Satan? Because I mean, I love what Al Pacino did in Devil's Advocate. If you can get me a, what do you it, a, 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 a Nicolas Cage, Cain, Cain, of that. Satan, I'm in. Right. You know, that might be worth the 20 bucks. <laughs> but a part of me is just like, well, I don't know. And then I just noticed, too, I would also, they have, um, it was John Wick 1, 2, and 3, are like a remastered, re release of their Steelbooks. And I'm All like, right. I don't know if I could, I kind of want them because it comes with the coin. And it's like a limited edition steel book, and I'm like, oh man, I don't know. I just saw the steel book version of uh, Equalizer Three, and that I passed on because I didn't, I couldn't find it. I found this Walmart had a, a limited edition steel book for, it, and I bought that one. You know, because I'm like, well, I don't think I'm going to get it at Best Buy, so this one's here now. I'm like, all right, this is different. It's like him coming out of like a. Like a, I would say like almost like, the, like a statue kind of thing. Right. Like it's cracked around him where the new one just looks like him in the movie poster. I'm going, I kind of like my version better. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little irritated by the fact that I think Walmart has like the Saw movies that I bought. I was like, I bought all the Saw movies. Walmart's got a steelbook version of the exact same thing for like the exact same price. I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, there's a part of me guys going, and, but that's Walmart. Walmart's supposed to be still in the physical media business. Right. But, Best Buy is getting out of it. And every time I've gone to Walmart though, it's not it's Slim Pickens. I'm like, I don't like okay, you got some good stuff, but it seems to me like you guys are really more DVD oriented and not Blu-ray. And right, oriented. right, they
2: they're they're more of releasing stuff that may, you know, like like one time it's like it was like something that was never released on DVD, and uh-huh. then instead of going right to Blu Ray because that's where they're, you know, 4K, right. it just goes to the DVD pile, and you're going, "thing." Or there's a movie that is like a low budget actor, right. you know, like like a director or whatever. Uh-huh. And they might have somebody famous, you know, semi famous in it, and you're going, and it's a horror movie, and they're going, "All right, we're gonna give it a shot." And Walmart's doing it, and there you go. It's like 15 bucks or whatever, right. you know, it's cheap. So you're going. Uh, you know we'll give it a shot you know like take it uh-huh. and that's that's the way like like they're going i've been trying to like uh, you know like i've talked in the past like alternatives like going to uh uh odd lots right uh type of thing i mean like they have a rack in the back of their store that's mm-hmm. it's a big square basically but right. it's filled, you know, to the brim, and it's movies, and some of them are like good priced, you know, right. like, type of thing. There's not as much 4K, like type of thing. Right. It's not you know they're not selling movies like the old days. Like those days right. are gone. Like right. the day that we, we you and I would meet right. each other
0: half and stands at a Best right. Buy and walk the aisles, right? And, and, and it and was like through. three or four aisles, where it was, everything was new release, alphabetical TV and alphabetical, cool. like all like now it's down to oh here's uh, at at. Best Buy by us. I don't know if you've been in there. No, I they been in used a to while. have the new release bin, like, the, yeah. the, and it's a new release that is now gone. And everything they have is on basically one long rack on both sides. Yeah, that's it. And I'm just like, <sighs> fuck. Like, G-
2: and and I, I like a lot of people are thinking that the same thing that they were hoping for, like the end of like it's like a. Uh, uh the, like store closing sale, right. like, they, right, they, right, right. like their section of movies was going to be at this big blowout. They were just going to put every piece of crap that they own, right? And I was okay and, with that. And walked in and going, oh, you know what? So and so on on Blu-ray for five bucks or ten bucks, right? All right, bucks, I'll pick that up. Right. You know, it's cheap. You know, blah, blah blah. And you walk out like you you might have might have been a title that you would have bought when it first came out, In my right. title that had gone on right. sale, but now that it's going out of business, and you're going right, you're yeah. like, fuck it, why not? Right. Like
0: I don't. I- I When I saw The Internals, I saw it for free on Disney+. Plus. I enjoyed the movie. I wasn't, like, blown away by it, and it certainly wasn't going to be a movie that was going to be in my, like, st- wasn't pretty much a movie that I was going to put in my collection unless it was going to be really cool. And the Steelbook itself ain't the greatest-looking Steelbook. It's just basically a picture of all of them kind of walking with the lights kind of shining down yeah. them. It's kind of an average Steelbook. Right. For 10 bucks. why not? Right, you know, it's like I'm like I'm trying to be like, all right, well, let me see if I can stand that. You know, I think the other day I'm like, well, do I pick up the Boys season three? It's still thirty bucks. I have one and two. I should get three. Four is to be coming out. I like I'm like the new. Re- they don't have a new release section. I guess I don't know if they're not. They had some more of the. They did have Loki. They had Wanda. They had. I was kind of hoping they had Blue Beetle. I was kind of hoping maybe for like. Hey, you know what? We have still have some of these steel books laying around and they're not moving on like are they're not selling them at all anymore. So a part of me is like if you look at Best Buy's website, sold out, sold out, sold out, and pick up in the next like am I'm like it's it just feel like well, just saying, Ed, like, what are we gonna do? Right. Like I, what are we what are we gonna do, Ed? Like am I gonna have to buy my movies from Amazon? <laughs> like a part of me is going. I think I need to to you know go to the Disney Movie Club part so I can get the Disney movies. At- that's and that's
2: that's what I do. Like like I've been doing that. I've been going to Amazon more often than they go right. to the stores. I haven't been to a store now since sometime in November because usually right. like this time of year I can't. I it it drives me crazy because it's like the Christmas season hits. There's sales on movies. Right, right, so right. So you're going in and you're going, Oh, I'm gonna walk in and I'm gonna like steal these titles and I'm gonna pick them up. And then I'll be like, if I ask for these for Christmas, then I'm gonna get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, right. So I try and avoid basically going to these stores because it's just like it's too much temptation. Right. Now every once in a while I'll go in and I'll go, Oh, how much? you know, or or, or right. you know, like, like, you know, and I'll and I'll and I'll and I'll sneak something and I'll go. You know, if if I, I don't think I asked for that, so I think I'm good, you know, right. like, David, they and my wife doesn't like them when I buy like right. during that time of year, so I I, I, I I try to stay away from it. But the, the, the but now, like, I'll start going, like, now that right like, you now know, it's, all the, over, it's all over, the I'm smoke is clear,
0: I could go, like, ah, oh, here's all my, here's my like, gift cards and, and start buying.
2: But like, the other day, like, I was at Target. And I go there because they have a small section. They oh still yeah, have a it's, small section. Yeah. It's, it's pathetic and all. Right. And I saw they had the Sandman series on oh, blu uh-huh. for twenty-five dollars. I bought one. I bought. I bought it. And I'm sitting there, and I and I actually went twice, and I didn't pick it up each time. And it's only oh, one copy sitting okay. there. I went on Amazon to see, and they had it for twenty. Uh uh-huh. So I'm like, for five bucks, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna order it from Amazon, right? You know, yeah, right. So that way, you know, like I'll get it. Because there's no digital content on it. No, cause there's Because it's, it's
0: Netflix. Like, they just made an announcement that Wednesday, the TV show with Jenna Ortega, yeah. it's coming in March. And I'm like, okay, well, I, I would buy, if Best Buy had it, I, buy, I would definitely buy that. I really enjoyed that show. Even though I, I, I subscribe to Netflix. I mean, shit. I'm thinking about buying The Boys Season 3, and I have Amazon Prime. Right. So I, it's like I'm not even, like, missing out on it. I could watch it whenever I want. But I feel the need I need to have it because I'm like sooner or later it's not going to be there. Well, it's, it's A, it's not going to be there. And B,
2: it's just like how much of a – like like after a while, like your subscription-based stuff, you're going to have to start picking and choosing. Sure. Because the prices are going to be so astronomical. You're going, I should go back to fucking cable.
0: like, like, right. like, like if, I, I paid for, for Apple TV and I'm like, I, when was the last time I watched anything on there? Like I started watching the Monarch TV show. I got like one episode in, but I haven't gone back. I love Mythic Quest, but again, I haven't had time to actually start watch. To go back to watching it, All right? And I'm like, well, I'm paying six bucks a month for that, and that's and I'm like seventy
2: two dollars that you're blowing a year, right? And I'm like something I'm, that you may or may not get back to, right?
0: And I'm like, well, maybe I should cancel it, or like Netflix, I think just offered me the, hey, you have uh, HD, you can go to the UHD for an extra eight dollars a month, and I'm going, fuck you, no, like. <laughs> And then I'll like tonight, what's going to happen is I'm going to go home and I'm going to be like, hey, well, it's the weekend. There's the weekend winter deals, boom, 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 through voodoo. And I'm like, okay, well, that's five bucks. That's $10. You know, like, I'll start buy. I'll buy like maybe two or three things there. That, that like, a lot of the stuff that I bought digitally this over the holidays was like, oh, Fantastic Four and the Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer were $5 a piece. I could spend $10 on those two movies. Yeah. I already own them on Blu-ray. I probably could scan them both and it would still be, you know, five bucks. Yeah. You know, if they were it could, could be $2. Could be $2. Yeah. Right. For this, you know, I'm like the standard editions. I'm like, all right, maybe. I do have a no, bunch. No, some, some of the HDXs are, okay. are $2. So I'm to I really look around. I do have a bunch of DVDs and boxes because, like, I, my Blu-ray collection and DVD collection since I moved back home, was been spread out through the house. Some of it's downstairs, some of it's in our second bedroom, some of it was in my my own bedroom. Obviously, I meet Stacy. We get married. We've come in, and over time, I had to get rid of the ones that are in my bedroom so to make room for her stuff. Right. So all those were all DVDs, not Blu-rays. So all those DVDs are boxed up into the second bedroom, not doing anything. I do have a little bit of a rack system that was basically Blu-ray TV shows that I was doing. Like my whole like ironically enough, the Chuck series is there, uh-huh. but I'm like, okay, but off to the side is a shit ton of steel books because mine's still buying Blu-ray because just because I ran out of, just because the wife moved in didn't mean I ran out of, I was just going to stop buying. Right. So it's like, I have my TV rack with movies. Like I just had to put my internals. I don't have enough room on the bottom rung. So I actually have it with my video games right next to my PlayStation 5 until I'll grab a handful and move them into the second bedroom and then start all over again. And a part of me is like I told Stacey, like, I know you have Stacy swore last year she was going to buy me that little program with the scanner mm. so I could scan my stuff and, and to have a better library. And I was like, I told her, I was like, well, I want that. I want that because I want to be able to try to. Uh, big plan is to go through my Blu-rays and pull out the the we call it the ones that I have the duplicates of. Mm. You know, like I do. I really need the Indiana Jones you know Blu-rays if I have the 4Ks. I'm gonna go. It depends on what's on the, the special features because I don't think I think the Blu-ray has better 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 yeah. special features right. than the current one. Right. Or uh, the other day when I bought um I bought the Big Lebowski. Voodoo doesn't have any of the special features on it, but Movies Anywhere does. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, they had the they had the steel book at Best Buy. I didn't buy because I was like, I'm. I didn't want really to spend twenty bucks on a movie. Then I'm kind of like, eh, did I really like that? I'm not really sure. Five bucks, I'll pay five bucks for a movie. I'm not sure about. Right. And if I get around to watching it, great. If I don't get around to watching it, that's fine too. I only paid, paid five bucks for it. Like Wait, the Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. You never saw it? I've seen it. Oh, I've seen it once, and I was like, eh, all right. You know, I wasn't – to me, I understand the cult status of it and I understand – and a part of me thinks that watching it when I did, maybe I just didn't get it. Right. So sometimes I'll go back and watch a movie a second time or I go, I I recognize that this movie is a movie that should be part of a collection, whether or not I'm, you know <laughs> – It's surprising because <laughs> there,
2: was, there was another movie that I've, I've watched actually this past Wednesday uh-huh. that I haven't seen in years, decades. Okay. Decades. Okay. What was it? And it was Murder by Death. <laughs> <laughs> I think I bought that for five bucks. And, you know, like, I bought it, you know, I, I have it on, on DVD or something uh-huh. like that. And I have it I, right. Uh, for those people who don't
0: know, Murder by Death is a spoof on a murder mystery. Basically, it's clue before clue. Right. You know, and it had a bunch of famous people. Think uh, Cannonball Run Murder Mystery, where you had a, all the who's who of everything, like, yeah, Columbo. Like, anybody who played. You know,
2: it's uh, funny is that Eileen Brennan was both in Clue and in, in Murder right. by Beth. So
0: that's it fascinating. You, know, you had um, somebody play, uh, what do you call it? Uh, these
2: were characters. These were all characters that you go they didn't use their names because they probably couldn't get a, right, promotion, get a promotion but they but were it. there were different things because there was one that was perrier that you know was Perot as uh-huh. the you know uh, as, right. as, a, as a, a thing they had miss marbles which is like miss marple from uh-huh. like like they think it's british uh, type right. of thing like a, uh, uh they had i uh, sam spade who was Basically, like the... A
0: Mickey... My camera kind of guy. Right,
2: my camera guy, a detective, Uh a detective. And then, I don't know who David Nevin's character was, but he... But there was one...
0: Right, well, he wasn't... uh, Claude perot, was he? No, he wasn't that guy.
2: He was a British one. Right. And Maggie Smith... Who is, as you know, as in the Harry Potter series, right. she was the sex symbol of 1976 because right. that's when this movie came out. It was before Star Wars, right? Because the Butler was played by Sir Alec Guinness, right? You know, type of thing, and I'm like, like he did a really great job, like, be playing this uh-huh. comedy because he played a blind Butler for most right. of the movie, you know. <laughs> and it was just, it was just amazing because you you don't know that the next year, right? He the next is, part, he's be <laughs> the good. false
0: is with you yeah. always. <laughs>
2: You know, I, think I think it's a guy movie. who acted in a movie he didn't get.
0: <laughs> there was Peter
2: Sellers <coughs> who plays Charlie Chan, but they couldn't use Charlie Chan. Right. It's it's Wang, you know, type of thing. And he's got the Fu Manchu and he's I mean, doing the Proverbs. It never
0: worked t- today because it's so oh, it's racist. so
2: racist, yes. But we could, like, because Simplon's like, a I, lines like I never seen that movie. And I'm like, really? really? And then he goes, and then halfway through he goes, no, I think I've seen this movie on TV, right? And right. Think, and I go, well, that's how I remember seeing it. That is the only theater.
0: way I saw it was was on TV. It was it was like Saturday afternoon, right. it was some on like some UHF channel. It was like we got we got we got we need to fill time. Put "Murder by Death" on it, right? Grandma's gonna watch, and she'll find some humor. And I remember watching, going, "This show's great." And then when he became a movie, I think I, I, think I had it on VHS, and I was like, "Oh my god, I love this movie." So I don't think I, I think I own a Blu-ray, but I definitely know. I bought it digitally.
2: Yeah, I, I have, I have it digitally because that's how we watched it. Uh-huh. And it was like it was like one of those things it was of its time, you uh-huh. know, type of oh, thing. Yeah. It wouldn't fly today. No. And a lot of people wouldn't find it funny today. No. But people who were who grew up with that I think it's still hysterical. <laughs> it's still hysterical. Like it's like blazing saddles all right. over again, you know, type right. of thing. You know, people would be up- offended today if that movie came out, but you're going the people back then, you know, the Gen Xers just didn't care enough that, like, you it's know, just like...
0: Or we we cared, but we also knew that it was all in humor. Mm-hmm. That we had a better sense of humor about ourselves and about each other. Now, maybe some people are like, well, you're just being ignorant now today, you know, that they were, you were insulting those people. And I'm like, I, was I? When you find out that all the white jokes were written by the black guy and all the, all the black jokes were written by the white guy, you know, it kind of, you know worked no. <laughs> you know they're sitting across from each other it's like having a a jew and a christian you know writing a sitcom and the christian guy's going so how would you handle this no. all right and we'll write that down like you know <laughs> And you going hey i don't understand how do you get that guy hanging up there
1: <laughs> you, know, you just kind of
0: you kind of work with each other you know it's a good harmonizing good working relationship right. people understand these are just jokes they so just try to make each other laugh you know and I mean like like
2: a lot of it like other than the characters themselves like and it wasn't really the only to me the only one that was really bad was the one Peter Sells right but, the, but if you took that element out of it it wasn't racist at all. Like that was right. the only thing that right. probably right. Right. made it racist.
0: It was he was pushing it. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, that
2: type of thing. Like, but it was it was one of those type of things. You needed that character because there he was, was Charlie Chan. You right. know, There was there was this guy, and it's like you know, right. And great, he was a famous. I wonder, Peter story was it supposed to
0: be Sherlock Holmes.
2: I think so. Kind of. Like, but again,
0: I, you don't know because like you knew Peter Weller was uh, was Peter Falk was. Columbo right. cuz he dressed like Columbo but they never gave him the name of Columbo. He even did that well, you know, he had the the whole mannerism. You know, and you're just going, that's Columbo. He's doing Columbo.
2: He didn't really I he, no, he didn't really do too much of Columbo. Not like it, one more thing, sir. No, 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 no because no, no, he yeah. probably
0: couldn't get away you know, with it. But he
2: did the he did the, I do it for 25 dollars a day plus expenses. Blah, right. blah, and he was like the hard nose detective, right. you know, like that you would get and like you, you know, then of course Eileen Brennan's like, you, know, you have to excuse him. He's, you know, he's from a different time. You know?
0: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, shit! I have to go and watch it.
2: But it's, it's one of those things that's just like you, you know, because you were speaking about like of its time. Right. You know, and that's that's, and that's what made me remind me of it. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I did see that movie this week because it was like, well, those they. Sipon didn't see it. He's well, he saw it, like I said, but he's like he didn't remember it until
0: I like, play like, through there the like, scene that something he saw. in childhood memory clicks. Go. A scene you go, I remember that scene. Oh, I remember watching on TV. Oh, you know what? I oh, it's like if someone were to sit down and show me like Dracula versus Wolfman, where Frankenstein meets Wolfman, it's an old with you know them fight. I remember, I very don't remember anything about the movie except there was a fight and they fell off a a waterfall. Yeah, and I'm like, I think that's. That's all I remember. Like, you sure me a scene. Like I remember seeing that as a kid. That's about it. Yeah, you know? it's like just that in my memory. I'm like, yeah, you
2: know, oh, I got it. All right. Yeah. and You'll go through the movie and you go, and then like I said, you'll see that one scene and you go, Oh my, oh my god, god, I do remember it. this. Yeah. 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 Um, and he highly enjoyed it. So I just you yeah, know, I, mean, I enjoyed like, it too. do get me wrong. You know? Right.
0: Because you you you've seen it multiple times. You go, like I like this great part. Like I think I, I keep circling around. Um, Truman, F- Truman Capote was in it. Sorry. Truman Capote. Right.
2: He was the he was the mastermind of the whole thing, Right. Which was funny in itself because of who he is. But right. anyway, go ahead.
0: Um The uh Shout Factory has been doing these has been now getting into the DVD Blu-ray game. Mm. Like there's a and it's called Shout Select, where it's movies that they feel like have were very that should be in everyone's collection yeah uh they just did a special edition for jfk which was the standard edition the director's cut and a whole nother blu-ray of like special features and i was really interested in it because i just bought the director's cut on video like on on voodoo and i was like because i didn't know there was a director's come like you're trying to tell me that movie's even longer (laughs) i'm like all right And then there's like some supplemental stuff through movies anywhere where I'm like, okay, I'm kind of interested in the making of and things like, because that was a great movie, but it's never really you can't find it really anywhere. Yeah. Um, So then they did one for uh, Clue. Um, You know, I'm like, oh, I kind of feel like I want to. Add Clue to my collection, but it's it's not like I'm like I'm being kind of snotty about it because it's like 4K, but it's not SteelBook and there's no digital copy because so- Shout Select isn't doing that right. at the moment. At the moment, that might change, hopefully. But there's a documentary on Voodoo that I keep thinking about. It's like the Who Done It. It's it's basically a documentary on the making of Clue, and I'm like, really, yeah. I, it's it's part of my list, and I'm like, I keep th- circling around because I. As a movie fan, I'm always fascinated with the story of how movies get made. Yeah. I love the whole process, which is why whenever a documentary like Attack of the Dock or, you know, The, the Service of the force, the force or Doomed you know, or, or, or... Right. Um, doomed or, like I said, the robo-dock that I'm watching. It's, I think that it's that's from Shudder. And I'm like, all right, you know what? And instead of watching a two-hour movie about it or an hour-and-a-half movie, they gave you... It's a TV show, so they gave you four uninterrupted hours. It's, it's four separate episodes, but together, that's a four-hour documentary on fucking RoboCop.
1: Yeah,
0: like um, who who, who would who would. Think about something like that, and Peter Weller's there. I mean, everybody's there.
2: Well, I said they they did one for the Nightmare on Elm Street. This right. is going back years ago. Type of thing. I find that more fascinating than the movies. Yes. You know, they they have like how things remain. They they talk about each individual movie, and, and I mean they, that
0: fucker thing is like eight hours long. right there There's long. there's one for Friday the Thirteenth because it's got that's two separate. versions, volume one and volume two, yeah. and they're both like eight hours long and I'm like I might have to buy that one day yeah. because they usually do like on Friday the 13th they usually do like a, a special deal and I'm like I might have to
2: might have to, purchase might
0: have to buy that because I love anything that's like the movies that made us and I'm like yeah alright I'm yeah. kind of into that I'm looking to see if I could spot that documentary um, It's I, there is a whole section on, on video with documentaries and concert videos and I'm like highlight highlight <laughs> highlight, <laughs> highlight. Black, I'm waiting for Black Week <laughs> I'll be honest you're gonna, you're gonna this. Hold on, folks. I really want to see the Taylor Swift movie. Ugh. I I heard that that concert was phenomenal, and I'm really interested in seeing it. Wait, what was the
2: name of that documentary that you were
0: talking about? Uh, the Clue one. Yeah, um, I think it's called Who Done It. I think I have to look in my in my library. Dun, dun. Come on, where's my wish list? My wish list. All right, so there's one that's called uh, 24 by 36, which is a documentary of movie posters. Yes. Then there's 52577. It's about a guy who fell in love with Star Wars. Uh, Then there's, oh, look, the Adam Lambert, Glam Nation Live for free. Um, I yeah,
2: it's just, it's uh 7 dollars for the standard and uh $10, 10 bucks for like, the uh, Fuck you, I'm not paying 10
0: bucks for that movie. Have <laughs> you paid eight bucks? I, I'm not even sure if I pay eight bucks for it. I don't know. Um, you know, then there's like the whole here's like the Phantom of the Opera, Andrew, Lloyd, whatever, Phantom of the Opera. It's like the 25th anniversary. Or are you buying it?
2: Who done it? <laughs>
0: You know, I'm like, oh, here's Bad Moms. I have Bad Moms Christmas. I bought that for five dollars, but Bad Moms is still thirteen dollars.
2: Yeah, I, 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 what I do now anymore is it's like when I see something like that, like it's on Screen Box. Apparently, is the uh, the the you have to subscribe. Oh, okay, to it, like, okay. But like every else, you you have to buy it. You know, right? So because like. Like that when you were just talking about the po- movie poster one, that's actually on Pluto for free. Right. So you, well, the
0: Attack of the Dock, I was gonna start watching it on YouTube, but it's actually on Tubi for free. Yeah. So I watched it through Tubi and I'm like, alright, I you know, sure, I can put up with commercials. You know. <coughs> but I was like I was like I didn't feel like watching it through YouTube, so I'm like, I don't know how that's gonna play. Like every three minutes, every thirty seconds, oh here's an ad. Here's an ad.
2: No, it wasn't that bad. Okay. It wasn't that bad. But it was like every 15 minutes or something like that, it went on for commercials.
0: Okay. So. yeah, you know, I'm like going through. Uh, like Okay, now here's what I'm really fascinated with. It's ten ninety nine. This one might be one that I might buy. Flat flatter right. It is Burt Reynolds, The Last Interview. It's the last thing he did. Oh. <laughs> the Last Interview. It's called Burt Reynolds' Lesider, but all right, where he talks about his career and the things that he made, where he fucked up and where he didn't fuck up.
2: Yeah, you can only buy it on either. You can buy it from Voodoo or from uh, Prime, right? That's three
0: ninety nine. It's renting it, right? Renting, right. Yeah, rent yeah. <laughs> three ninety nine. Buy buy ten ninety nine. Right. I'm like, all right, and it's a hundred percent Rotten Tomato. I'm like, all right. I'm kind of. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm feeling that one. Or it could be eight ninety nine for standard edition. I mean, you really, you really need no.
2: Burton HD. I
0: need Burton HD. All right. I needed, you know. Here you go. Here it is: the Crystal Lake Memories, uh, complete history of Friday the Thirteenth, Part One, which is uh, uh, 232 minutes. <laughs> and then the second one. Go ahead. That
2: no, was just, I just, Crystal Lake. Oh, I forgot the rest of it. It's one. Crystal
0: Lake Memories. And the uh, the second part's 170 minutes.
2: There we go. Yeah, you can only you can only buy it or you know, uh uh-huh. again Voodoo or or Prime. <laughs> What's the going price? I'll, uh, I'll tell you in a second. One of the second. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm still waiting for the Doctor Dang. Who, um, the Jodie Whittaker series to go on sale. Right now, it's thirty dollars. I'm like,
2: nope. fourteen bucks for HD. Pff,
0: yeah, no. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's long, but it's not you know not worth that.
0: <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, I do have some slight news, but I don't know. We we'll caught up. I think it's good enough. <laughs> 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 I mean, they're okay. No, there. I did mention a couple things. So, uh, video game expo E3 gets permanently canceled. I think. Did we talk about that one? No, we haven't talked about that.
2: That came when we were dur- we were on okay. break here. So, yeah. Oops,
0: page unavailable. <sighs>
2: You you briefly mentioned it earlier in the show. Right. Yeah. Yes, it's official, kids. Yeah, no. E3 is no more. And um, it's just a shame. I... I, I I we Like, like when we were doing the show, we were really hopping heavy in this show and right. we were doing the thing. We would actually, I think we would talk about, like, I'll cover Nintendo, you'll cover PlayStation. Right, right, right. We'll do Xbox and then Bethesda and, you know, we would go through the list of, of what we'd have to cover for, you know, type of thing. Because... It was enjoyable because back then, like I think when we were it was towards the end of G three, right? G four. So you, they still covered it. So it was it was good that way. And you know, type of thing. They did have live streams, and I think that's kind of where they went away from G four was the fact that right. live streams were doing it on YouTube, so we were able to actually watch it and then be able to once the live stream went, you know, went through, they would actually keep it on the channel. I mean, you could still go and watch, go back to some of the E threes and watch their press conferences. Um, and it was, it was nice, you know, to of the thing, but like, like, I think we lost favor after a while because it was, we couldn't cover it as we used to. Like, it right. Was, it, plus the fact that I think we lost some of the gung ho and stuff it because it wasn't like, it was good to watch. Especially Kevin and Olivia, or right, we were, or right, Sessler or Olivia or not Olivia. Uh, uh, I can't think of the fourth fourth host. The the girl, the Ma- Morgan Webb. Morgan Webb. Uh, you know the four of them like doing interviews and talking to actual game developers about right. the game and stuff and and different things. They got you more excited about it than just showing like a little bit of the
0: game. You I know? Just think like, I got older and didn't have much time. Show me trailers. Yeah. show me just show me what you got and I'll make make I don't care I think the last
2: time we let like the, the e3 there was a bunch of trailers and then we went through that and It was like because uh-huh. I remember the one that was like that cat with it was like a robotic world and it was like the only one that we both right anyway,
0: and, and I played it it's a really good game. And it was it was
2: one of those type of things like all the games are like that was the one that stood out the most to us. And then, right, you and then, actually play a cat. And I'm yeah. like, all
0: right, it's a straight cat. And I'm like, all right, what's that about? And then as a PlayStation 5 owner, it was one of the free to play games. They gave it to you for free. And I was like, screw it, I'm playing it. And it was really enjoyable. As weird as it sounds, you just walk you're not really solving puzzles, you're just kinda of walking around and doing stuff and right. interacting things. All right, but it was fun. Um all right. Something else also happened too while we were off. Apparently, um, Jonathan Majors fired by Disney slash Marvel Studios after assault guilty verdicts. Actor had played Kang the Conqueror, so uh, they have to change Kang apparently, or go a different way. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I was, it was kind of. It was.
2: I kind of saw it coming. I don't know. It like, hey, you like, know, did, did you didn't see it well, or it's
0: it's it's. I am of two mindsets about this. First I was like, okay, he's gonna get fired. But second, it came back with the guilty verdict. He wasn't as guilty as everyone. I I, I kind of feel like when you look at the video evidence, I don't really feel like it, it you know, um
2: Well here's the here's the thing that kinda got me was the fact is, is that Amher heard Lost the case against uh-huh. Johnny Depp.
0: Right, it was a defamation case. Right, right, and
2: and and I mean, I don't know how Johnny's doing now, um, type of thing. And it's not that big of a deal if he's he's doing well or not. I mean, he's he's a millionaire and he's a star. And, right, he's fine. You know, he's, he'll he'll survive. But Amber Heard still is kind of like he, like. I thought, like, the Aquaman movie, they would have... Because they were talking about getting rid of her character completely right. type of thing, but she's still in the movie. Right, so I think she's in it
0: for, like, 20 minutes, if that. Yeah.
2: And it, it was, it's like, like, I think... I don't know if it was Meteor and they cut it down or, or like, like if they made changes or whatever. And I know it's an expensive th- type of thing, but then sure. you go, you're going like, John of the Majors, who, you know, is found guilty, and, you know, and I was like, it's questionable whether
0: uh, you, Yeah, I, I'll be honest... This is me going to, hold on, push on my my soapbox a little bit. Honestly, I think his skin color had a lot to his guilty verdict. I'm going to be honest, because it was, there's video evidence of her beating the shit out of him, Mm. like, and him running away from it, like, you know, and it just seemed weird, and it just seemed to be like, and of course, what they do is the moment he gets, you know, slapped with something, like, this goes back to the 18th, so I don't know if you want to look to see if there's any update on this, but... Um, it was after it was majors play mega villain. Um, who remains, he, who remains from Loki season one, he was also in Loki season two, um, uh, having stuck with the actor over months since his arrest on March 25th, WME continued to represent majors. His longtime agent, Alon Rospoli testified briefly in his defense that week, uh, as the last witness of a nearly two week trial. Um, uh, he Who Remains was plotted to be the big baddie during MCU's Phase 6 and 7... 5 and 6, sorry. With the character getting his own movie, Avengers, the Kang Dynasty, scheduled for May 1st, 2026. That movie recently saw its director, Shang-Chi's destined Daniel Creighton, exit due to his busy dance card on other Marvel projects. Uh, I'm sure it is. Uh, it's to be determined in regards to whether Marvel keeps the Kang character in act while recasting the part with another actor... Michael Waldron recently was tapped to write Avengers Kang Dynasty. This was after being set on the Phase 6 finale, Avengers Secret War. A Loki Season 1 showrunner was brought aboard to give the Avengers movies a fresh take, given the situation here with Majors. Uh, The Season 2 finale of Loki, spoilers, seemed to leave the fate of Kang the Conqueror and his variant up in the air. It's not the first time that the studio has had to swap out actors for a specific role. Ooh,
2: well, um, well the, the the also too is you have to look at the fact is is that like Di- it's Disney, so Disney really
0: has like almost a zero policy, they have zero, a zero tolerance policy. policy. Like, oh my god, you stepped out of line, you're fired.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and it, and it's like it's like whether or not you're really guilty or not, it's just bad press that we don't want to deal with, you know, that kind right. of thing, and you're you're out the door. So you you kind of go, you kind of go, okay, like I I, I kind of get it because you know Disney just does, but it's, it's a lot of that's been happening lately, like, which which is right. a shame, you right. Know? right. Like, I kind of miss the old Hollywood days where they had fixers, you know. The, right. Like, none of this shit the, would, the,
0: like, make later Ray Donovans of the world yeah. going in and going, in. Oh, I'm sorry, no, you don't understand. This didn't happen. Here's some money. Look the other way. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, there are still people out there who do that, but just news are people are willing to offer more. Yeah. Oh, they're going to give you a million dollars? We'll give you two for right. the, the exclusive. You know, and now that everything's on camera, wherever you go, it's easy to pull that, you know, pay somebody. Yeah, I'll give you something. something. Let, me get, let me give me the footage. Right. You know, let me, let me break it. I just, it's just, it's a shame because I sometimes I, like, people are like, hey, would you want to be famous? You would have asked me maybe 10 years ago. I'm like, yeah, sure. I think I could handle it. Nowadays, I don't know. I'm sure that I know I got closets, uh, skeletons in my closet and I sure should know that there's people in my life who I don't deal with that would definitely be more than willing to come out in the woodworks to be like, no, Sean did this when he was 17 or when he was 18 or God forbid you shouldn't have seen him in his twenties. Like, you know, and it would, could ruin any potential like life I have based yeah. on stupid decisions I made when I was younger. I don't. You know now. Granted, it's, this is not this is more current, but I would definitely be afraid to be like you know, in the limelight as much because I would do like you know I'm just gonna, I'm going to move somewhere solitary and and just hunker myself down or move out of the state completely. Right. I mean, it seems to work really well for Johnny Depp, Madonna, like you know the, the celebrities of our age seem to have said, "Peace out, I'm out of here." Right. You know, and and gone live their lives like either you know or. Middle America. I mean, look, at Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle lives in like Ohio. I think you know a nice little quiet neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, so it's like, well, they, right.
2: they mean too. Like, and I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to kick up this man when he's down. But right. I'll be honest with you. I don't think Kang, like, that, like him as Kang, was really that great. Like he was
0: really good in uh, um, what do you call it? A Creed Three. It was, and I, I don't, I'm sure, I'm sure he, I'm was, sure he was, but. was, but as Kang, no. not having it. That's fair. I mean, I'm not saying like uh, maybe again.
2: I mean, it it, it, like when when you when you saw him in the first season of Loki, it was like you get to him, you go, I'm like, that's the big bad guy, and he's like, yeah, it's King the Conqueror, and you're going, I don't see it. And then when they did that man three, and it was in that, you're going, I don't see it.
0: Well, yeah, Loki in Loki season two, he's in it. I haven't watched all of it because Stacy kind of got bored with it. And- yeah, I'm
2: saying like season two when you get to the end, you're going, "Wow, he was really a nothing." You know, like like it, right. it just it the steam was just like taken out of it. And I'm like, I really I'll be honest with you, I'm not really following his problems like in real life. Right, right, right. You know, I'm not not that I don't care, but it's just like you know, like. I'm just going to enjoy you as the actor I see you as, right. you know, because you're in this now, and I'm I'm going to see. And I'm going, yeah, I don't think he was the right guy for the job, or either it was bad writing. I'm I'm not sure what it is yet, you know, like I haven't determined that. Well, I but know I'm,
0: a lot of people are complaining. Disney's just doing a lot of diversity hires for no reason, <laughs> right. uh, you know. I, I don't know whether or not I thought he was fine as Kang. I don't, you know, um, he was okay in Quantumania, but I'm like, I don't. Okay, he was like a small part. You know, in to me, as while he was a bad guy, like it didn't it didn't seem to resonate with me. Mm. Like in the the half of the season of Loki two, um, he seemed to be okay, but he seems more quirky. He's the guy who's going to become something else. I'm more interested in uh, what do you call it, short rounds character. Yeah, you know, I liked him, I, but I like him. Um, so I I don't know where they're going to go with their line. In fact, you know. Are they going to cast somebody? Someone says they're going to maybe do you know bring in Doom at this point now, you know as the big bad guy.
2: I I, I say still go with the thing. Just get just hire another black actor to you know portray Kang. You know kind of looks like Jonathan. Right, Hager right. The last bit. thing
0: you want to do is you know like to completely change his gender or identity. Right. Keep it as an Af- as an African American male. Bring him in and just you know just go keep going with it. Right. Yeah. Like He's, you a that. He's a variant. He's <laughs> <laughs> Exactly it, you know, you know. and it's You guys just- have already established multiverses and variants, and where one variant of a character looks different than a variant of another. I mean, it worked for Spider-Man. You got three Spider-Man, all look completely different. They're all Peter Parker. So you know what? You can have Kang the Conqueror, and maybe like a new guy, still Kang.
2: Because they're saying like when they're, they're they're talking about dr dude dr von doom and you're going i'm going i don't know if that's the right choice right now i'm like like you know like you want to you want to pull a big baddie out that's going to save the day kind of thing but you go and I don't know if that's the right choice at this moment. You're you're fucking up Fantastic Four left and right. We haven't had one. (laughs) We haven't had a
0: good one. We've a good one
2: yet. I'm kind of hoping Disney pulls this one out, you know, type of thing. But it's just like I think they they're putting them on the shelf because of after the last one. You're going Disney like, yeah, I want to touch that with a ten foot pole because it's it's not it's not it it's not it's going to be compared and it's going to. It's really going to be destroyed, and we need more time with that. Like that's right. why I think we're never going to see Fantastic Four within the next ten years. You know, like I'll be amazed if they do. I'll be like okay, because maybe they're going. Maybe it's time. You know, we'll, you know, or somebody has an idea going, and these act these actors are going to be perfect, and they're going to, you know, it's like they're going to have, find that lightning in the bottle moment, and it's going to work. But it's a thing that it's right now. It's just too rough. There's just there's no, there's just going to be problems. So bringing in Doom at this point, you're going can you do that i mean like you know because that's how he's always seen dr doom is with the fantastic four more than anything else right you know so you're going you know and it's just like could you bring in dr doom before you bring in the fantastic four you're going i don't know Uh, you know i I think that's gonna be difficult but that's just me i mean i could be wrong you know sure
0: but Uh. i'm not See, this was December 13th. <laughs> I yeah, I didn't
2: see much. I looked and it was just basically. There's like, not a lot going on lately. Yeah. They, um, I'm, look, talking look. About, I'm talking about the Jonathan Major because oh, he also okay. got dropped. He was, apparently, he was going to play um, Dennis Rodman in, in a biopic.
0: Right. He's getting dropped left and right because he's tainted material at the moment. Yeah. You know, I'd go underground and then a famous director will pull you obscurity again and be like, oh my God, I forgot how good of an actor he is. Let's forgive him. You know, like he needs like that role. He needs he needs a Quentin Tarantino to kind of pull him out of obscurity. <laughs>
2: Good luck on that one. You no, know, I know that's uh,
0: tough. Yeah, every 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 hero needs a redemption arc. So he just gotta find the right one. You know, or what'll happen is have see. But I'm I, gonna I I always... I'm gonna ask you a weird question. I think I already know the answer. Have you seen the Rebel Moon on Netflix yet? No, me either. Uh, the reason why I was bringing it because now I, just, I thought of Ray Fisher, during this whole com during that last comment in yeah. that last story, I was like, "Whatever happened to him?" Because there's a guy who put his foot in his mouth a lot, you know, <laughs> and, and then nothing ever happened. Like, oh no, he's in Rebel Moon, but I think he's a voice in Rebel Moon. He's and I, I don't think he's a face of any. I think he plays the voice of a robot. Really? Um, yeah, it's supposed to be like rumor. Well, it's supposed to be Zack Snyder's version of Star Wars that he. That's what I heard. Uh, right, it was like a pitch that he had that everyone said no. So I was like, well, fuck it, I'll make it. My-. Netflix is like, we'll give you money to make it. And it's a part one. Part two, I think, comes out in March. You know, and part one, people are saying, it's funny. Clear lines have been drawn if you're in Snyder's camp or not. Because a lot of people are going, this movie sucks. I can't understand why you guys like him so much. And the, other, the fans are like, no, you don't understand. This is called world building. You know, and they're like, there's nothing happens. It's all set up. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, apparently there's like, there's some small action pieces, but again, it's Zack Snyder. So, guess what happens? Slow mo. Uh, you know, so there's a lot of. Slow-mo. so like,
2: suck all this, the, the environment in, the right. background, the art. The, right. It's like, yeah. look at
0: this moment. It's a still. Oh, how gorgeous it is in this violence or whatever it is. I do want to see it because I'm kind of curious just because. I mean, go
2: get me wrong. I, there's a lot of Zack Snyder films that I like. I don't I, And I'll say the thing. There's some that I'm like going, ooh, that's that's not that's, like that's, that's kind of a miss for me. Yeah, I'm gonna like, say but there's I, a lot of directors and, and sure. artists that I you know, some of these are great and some things suck. You just right, like, and
0: it, it's just I find it funny that I'm like, all right, well, I would like to see what Zack Snyder's version of a Star Wars movie is, but this version apparently isn't great. <laughs> like but again, I have not seen it. So I don't want to, I want to reserve judgment for myself. Be like, I'm going to watch it one day soon, hopefully, you know, so I can sit there and and judge accordingly or, or comment accordingly. Just be like, all right, I watched it. It's, you know, meh, it's okay. But a lot of people are either hating it or they're like the Snyderverse people like, no, it's great. Give him all the money. Let him make all the Star Wars and all the DC. He's the genius. Speaking of geniuses, um, there's an article about me. <laughs> yeah, I can see a James Gunn's name popping up a lot here. Uh, James Gunn reveals why Michael Rosenbaum isn't Lex Luthor in Superman Legacy. Would you like to hear about that? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you know or not, but him and uh, both of them are their friends. Okay. So Uh, Superman Legacy writer-director James Gunn delves into why Smallville star Michael Robinson Rosenbaum isn't Lex Luthor in the project. Uh, James Gunn revealed why Smallville star and veteran Lex Luthor actor Michael Rosenbaum isn't reprising his role as the last son of Krypton's arch -arch enemy in the project. Uh, In response to a fan on Thread saying that Rosenbaum deserved the role, uh, Gunn replied, I love Michael. He was my favorite Lex, and he's one of my very close friends. But I wanted a Lex who was contemporaries with Superman. Uh, The conversation between Gunn and the fan in question occurred in a post that also had been shared on Instagram where Gunn confirmed that Nicholas Holt, the guy who played Beast, Mm -hmm. um, would be in Lex's movie, which has been previously announced. Uh, During the post, a filmmaker hinted at the DC Universe version of the character, commenting that he and Holt talked about how they could create a Lex that will be different from anything you've ever seen before and will never forget while having dinner together the night before. Uh, however, Gunn didn't give any more clues on what Legacy's Lex will be like. Uh, apparently, Legacy won't be an origin story. I don't know if you knew that. That's, That's kind of good. Yeah, I'm glad, finally. Uh, yeah. Um, moving into the film itself, Gunn stated that Legacy won't be an origin story, avowing that he, quote, thinks we've seen Superman's origin enough in films at this time. Gunn and his DC Studios co-president and co-CEO uh, Peter Safran would later say they view Legacy as a workplace origin story, which could imply that some of it will focus on Clark.
2: <laughs> it's all about the Daily Planet. Right. You only get to see the
0: suit for like 10 minutes. Right, it's all about the gritty news reporting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, damn lane, that damn lane keeps stealing my bylines. God damn, that lane, how
0: would she do it? Clark, why do you get there so fast? I don't know. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Additionally, Gunn explained why Legacy had other DC heroes in it. Um, such as Mister Terrific, Mister Terrific, and Hawkgirl, avowing that they fit in the story he's telling. Gunn sus- subsequently noted that Legacy wasn't setting up future DC projects, remarking, "I've never used one movie to set up another movie. The characters are there because they help to tell Superman's story better, not so we can set up separate projects in the franchise. Superman and Lois are the very clear protagonists." Uh, Regarding Legacy's tone, Gunn promised that the Man of Steel's return to the silver screen won't be a comedy, conveying it's easier to take a character nobody knows, like the Guardians of the Galaxy or Peacemaker, and then do whatever you want to them. People have a very single in every single country in the world know the story of Superman. Uh, Gunn then asked how he can make Legacy different from the Superman movies that he's made, different than movies he's made so far. While also respecting them, which he commented took some commented took some time to figure out. Uh, just so you know, Superman Legacy arrives in theaters faster than the speed and bolt on July eleventh, twenty twenty five. Next year, Ed. Next year.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the more I hear about this, the more I'm like, eh. like, like like Michael Rosenbaum not being Lex Luthor.
0: Thank, I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay with God. that. Thank God. And
2: don't get me wrong. He was good Lex. I'm, he's, I'm, I'm, he's, I'm not going to argue he's that point.
0: Is, he's my second favorite Lex. Uh, for, I, I, no, I think he's my first favorite Lex. Second favorite Lex is going to be controversial. Kevin Spacey. Well, I, yeah, well, I mean,
2: just because of who he was. But, I mean, if, if you just I, think you it was watch, Lex Luthor.
0: It's a shame that movie went nowhere because he was really good as Lex. Yeah. Just kind of just... Mustache trolley, kind of, just... Not even overtly. He was just... It was just good. But again, it's Kevin Spacey, so what do you expect? You know, like, just outside of that, I mean... I have not seen John Cryer's Lex Luthor, so I don't. I don't know. No, yeah. I just can't see Ducky being like, hm, n- 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 "I'll get you, Supergirl." <laughs>
2: I, I thought the one in the animated series, uh, the oh, the, he's the, great yes, too. Yes, yeah, he's yeah, good. I like um, that one. That's you know? the guy who played the Kurgan in Highlander. Yes, you know.
0: <sighs>
2: um, you know, so yeah, so you, you, I mean, you know, if, but I mean, for live action, you know, like Mocha Rosa Mom is up there. I mean, you know, like, like I, I. He annoyed me not so much at the, the fact that, like, people liked him more as, like, he's like he's a good guy. I'm like, no, he's Lex Luthor. He's, he's a diabolical human being, you know, type of thing. Right,
0: well, he wasn't there yet, but you could start seeing it. I was yeah. like, all right. <clears throat> Still, I think you kind of, when you have seven years to kind of develop and work with that character, you kind of get, you, you can't just be... Bad guy of the week, every week. Right. You gotta have a build texture. to it. You gotta build that friendship and then have that friendship shatter and then find out why Lex doesn't like Soup Clark so much and then have some sort of animosity. So that we're like at the end you go, I get it.
2: I right. get it. You know, like right.
0: and, and I'm kinda on his side. You know? <laughs>
2: exactly. You know, you 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 kinda you kinda want to have a feel for him. But the, the 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 same, like like for him, it's just like like him and I can't think of the actor's name who played Superman. Tom Welling. Tom Welling. I know How you would know. you. I know you know because you love that show. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Ugh. <laughs> to a point, it's nauseating. Uh, but anyway. Kiss my Chris. ass. <laughs> Not this week. <laughs> blow your cheeks out. <laughs> 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 Gross. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, I thought those two worked very well together oh, as yeah. a pair, so that's thing I don't know if another actor that Michael Rosenbaum could really go against right. and do that same kind of, you know, work off of – because that's the same that that was a building relationship that, right, that right. really worked out. There that, were one and two on the cards, yeah. or
0: maybe one and three, it doesn't matter. Like, right. You know, Lois being a Lana being in the middle. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, they still do a podcast together. It's called Talkville. Yeah. You know, I was like, I listened to a couple. I'm like, all right, they go through every single episode in order and talk about the episode. I'm like, because Tom kind of hasn't watched the show since ever because you know he was young and he's like, I didn't want to be like a part of it, like because he was having a hard time separating that. Some people need to kind of go back and go, oh, maybe what I did do was important. Like because yeah. I remember there was multiple times where he said he would never go back to it. So then when he was part of the Elseworlds arc and the Flash, it was a big deal. But he also didn't have any powers; he gave them all up. Right. You know, but then him to be able to kind of be like accepting of it and to be able to sit down with Michael and sit down and have a good, you know, they go to cons together, they have a good conversation. they can clearly true. tell that they're friends because they joke around and and. You know, they talk about stuff. They clearly are not like they definitely live in two different parts of the country because it's always through like a Zoom call. Right. You know, um, I'm actually I have to catch up on. Tom
2: Willing lives in Smallville, Kansas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's really got those roots. <laughs> There's another going. Um, it, Michael Rosenbaum does the one uh, inside you. <laughs> the, Michael, <laughs> let me get inside you. But he talks to um Tom Ellis. Who's the guy who played Lucifer in the TV show? Yeah, you know, and I was like, right, I kind of want to see, you know, like I want to, want to, I want to listen to that one, but I don't get a lot of time to listen to podcasts anymore.
1: Yeah,
2: I, I, I know I've seen do interviews. I've seen short versions of some of the interviews, right, with some celebrities. Like that he, yeah, he's got he, some really good he, names. Yeah, he, yeah, that's that's I, I guess if you're. You can't be still part of the big part of Lex you know, which is a shame. But, you know, like you, you could still get like like have celebrities that go, hey, I know you from this right, show. Like right. I can, you know, I'll spend an hour and afternoon with you. Yeah, and, sure. I mean, and have
0: a he, conversation. He's had um, Sam. Uh, we got Stephen Mellon a few times. Right. He's had like a lot of the cast from from Smallville on just to talk about it. like Especially when they do the Talkville, they'll try to get somebody to be on it. And even the two of them go, well, we can't get Amy Adams. She's too big for us now. Hey. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> like how people started on that show who got real famous. They won't talk, they will mention Chloe every once in a while, the a- a- Allison, mm-hmm. every once in a while because it's part of the, the conversation, but they won't bring her up outside of like, yeah, I think she's out of jail now. But, you know, her whole... she out of jail now? I think so. I think. I think. Uh, what's, what was her, I what's her name? Been.
2: Allison Hayslip. No. no Allison Hayslip. Allison Mack. Wrong Allison.
0: Wrong Allison. I'm sorry. Is Allison Mack out of jail? <laughs> Allison Mack, former actor in Smallville, who was a key member in the leader Keith Rainier's Nexium cult, was released from prison on Monday after serving two years of her three year sentence. She pleaded guilty to racketeering and racketeering conspiracy charges in 2021. So, this was July 5th, 2023. So, last year, she was out. Okay. July. She's free, roaming around. Okay. I wonder what she's done since then. <laughs> Probably nothing. Hiding. Probably. Yeah. July 5th, 2023.
2: Cause, cause I mean, that's the, I mean if there's a documentary on that whole thing, uh-huh. and my wife was watching it. I watched. I think Stacey started watching bits it. Bits and pieces of it. And it was just like, it was so amazing, like, how this guy was so charismatic and developed this whole, like, it's supposed to be like a self-help type of thing. And and it was it just grew and grew. And then she kind of took, like, parts of it and right. made her own. Like, not really make her own, but right, she, well, she was, with his she was, she was blessing, you know, type of thing. And yeah,
0: she was vetting out other girls for him. Right. Yeah. And the weird part about it is that Kristen Couric, the other girl from Smallville, was also in it for a little while, but then she left because yeah. she was like, it was getting too weird. Allison Mack went double down into it. Right. You know, like, you know, freaky deaky sex and all that kind of stuff. Because like, hmm. there was
2: another girl, and she she had a very small part in the new Battlestar Galactica. She played the uh, uh, crew chief, the, the ones that would fix the... the, the uh, 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 the ships basically the the, the fighters in Battle Galactica, his wife in the in the series oh. and she ends up getting killed in it and like like that's her really big claim to fame and she would use her celebrity power and she was one of the Nexium girls oh. and she would sit in front of the jail and like look for the window for you know the Nexium guy you know type of thing and he would just kind of like peer out and or turn the light on or right. off you know type of thing like let him know he was there you know kind of thing and there's women that still like like sit there and will wait for him you know type of thing like i don't think i'll ever get out but you know you that's the idea it's just like they are they're so enthralled and like they, they you know they know everything's happening right but they, they just look the other way and it's just like so bizarre
0: uh yeah I'm, I'm looking at the new york post like yeah, it's like hey she's been spotted and that's what she looks like now and she was uh spotted wednesday going inside her parents los angeles home and then you know the small village will spend the next three years under supervision after being released from federal prison on monday and then mac who surrendered in september 2021 was leave 14 months early for good behavior she will now serve another three years under supervised release house arrest Matt cut a deal with the feds to avoid as much heftier sentence which could have been as high as 17 and a half years by agreeing to testify against Nexium leader Keith Rainier. Amazing. Crazy. Simply amazing. Crazy. Going I knew I watched her like now coming to Comic-Con. I'm like I got to go. Yeah. I got I gotta, I got to get her to sign my smallville thing. <laughs> my whole my my smallville box set. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think she'll be... <laughs> she ain't crazy. She's not going anywhere soon. Yeah, she's not going to do any cons. Um, So speaking of James Gunn and Superman, so you got the new movie coming out, right? Yeah. You think he's going to wear the red trunks or not?
2: <laughs> oh, man. Um... You know i I used to be on that same. I used to be one of those weirdos. I'd be like, "Where's the red trunks?" You know, kind of thing. And you know, it's not Superman without the red trunks. Right now, as time goes on, I go, "You know what? It's kind of creepy that he was wearing his underwear outside of his pants." You know, like like no normal person does that. Like usually, if you see somebody with their underwear outside their pants, you're going, "Let's find him a room." You
0: know, like yeah. I'm pro red suit. I'm pro red trunks. You are I, you? Yeah, 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 because breaks it up a little bit. I mean, I'm not looking – at it's not like you see, like, a crotch area. It's like, oh, hold on, i got to pee, and he pulls it up. It's it's just part of the outfit. It's yeah. just, you know, for me, it's it's the color scheme. we got the red, red, the blue, the red, the blue, the red. Like, it's right. just – to me, it's color scheme-wise. Um, I mean, whatever you decide to do is going to be fine, but I think that if you're going to do something called Superman Legacy, I personally think you need the red trunks. In some format, or maybe it's maybe it's worked into the suit where it's maybe a a red stripe of sorts. I don't know. I no wouldn't say a red stripe. That's the last thing in need is like a little red stripe. Like why does it look like his dick? Why does it look like his belt? Like maybe that there's like a, a color pattern shift of some sort. Yeah, where it's like you know, like you see a car drives by and it's like black one way and red another. Yeah, and maybe the, that's the metallic happens. change like, yeah, of like it. Metallic yeah, change in his suit. Where, but then again, you, just for the crotch layer, that'd be distracting. So, anyway, the reason why I bring it up is because, <laughs> apparently, James Gunn weighs in on the Superman Red Trucks controversy. All right. Um, this was, I guess, it was, you know, it was, it was a big month for James Gunn, or at least for Superman. Uh, he can't understand why people are so upset over the Man of Steel's wardrobe as the Trunks or No Trunks debate about the superhero for the upcoming film Rages On. Posting to his Threads account... Gunn revealed how he how amazed he was to see much uproar over whether Superman should sport trunks or what color trunks the last son of Krypton should be wearing in Legacy. According to Gunn, the pleading over Superman's wardrobe surprised him. As a quote, You wouldn't believe the amount of pleading and, and upset I get based around trunks or no trunks. To me, n- not the most important aspect of Superman or his story, but so many strong feelings.
2: No, I get it. I mean, you, 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 you want to have something like, especially like like the Superman you grew up for. For I mean, I've been in the two thousands. I mean, from from his birth basically, I think uh, you know an initialization of him till today. I mean, he always had red trunks for the longest time, and then sure the movies going, yeah, let's get rid of the red trunks. It's not really working. Snyder got rid of the red trunks. Yeah. And then, you know, and it's, you kind of you you know, and I, I know, like it's just one of those type of things where you just go, it's it's so iconic, and you and you go, it's kind of weird not to see them because you 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 got so used to it over right. years. But then, like I said, as time went on, I kind of they kind of went away, and I'm like, uh,
0: I, I don't think it really matters. But I think that I, ultimately, as long as then every time mm-hmm. I've seen the movie, the only time they really cared about Superman's red trunks was. The Christopher Reeve era, because you wanted to live it, lift right from the comic book, and they didn't know, any they didn't know anything else. Right. But even if you look at Batman, the Tim Burton version of Batman, all black, no out trunks whatsoever. Even though his source material was, uh, we call it a underwear on the outside looking sp- uh, Batman, mm-hmm. the Frank Miller stuff. Frank Miller still had him in in the the trunks on the outside. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean,
2: <sighs> it's, it's tough. I mean, it really is. Cause I mean, if you can get it to work, you know, of course, I'm like, I, mean, I would like to actually see trunks on the rubber suit Batman because the bad ass <laughs> really was distracting. I have to say, you're going to
0: have bad nibbles. You got the bad cock piece, I guess.
2: <laughs> Cause it's just really, when they like, did that, yeah, they put the suit on and you just, and they turn around and you just see the badass and you're going, Oh fuck. I don't want to see that. You know, like put something on. <laughs> Put some put some trunks, on. put some clothes
0: on you, damn Batman. So he also responded with a fan who claimed, if there will not if if there will not be a Superman costume, then don't make a Superman movie. The TC's studio exempt co-branded the fans take extreme, claiming the superhero's fit has changed several times throughout the various Superman projects, stressing that the trunks and other aspects of his com- costume shouldn't matter. He said this might be an extreme point of view. Uh, the costume has changed in many, many ways throughout the years. They are all, or mostly all, valid version of Superman, with or without the trunks, with or without the yellow S on the cape, with or without the black around the S, with or without a mullet, and so on and so on. <laughs> uh, so the red trunks debate continues. Uh, it's potentially, costume legacy has raged on for months, with Gunn going as far as to poll fans to see what their preferences were. Director further ignited speculation when he recently teased the possibility of bringing back his renowned red trunks for the DC Universe blockbuster. Gunn shared images of artworks from the comic book series Superman for All Seasons, where Superman wears red trunks. The classic red trunks have been underutilized in live-action Superman films, but Gunn's recent social media activity suggests legacy star David Cornsweet could be wearing the trunks in the titular role. Uh yeah, I mean I don't I I don't know I guess I gotta I gotta see how it looks. I gotta see if it's functional. The functional. I mean like you know it's a functional. Is it a functional? Does it got like a little pee thing going on? I, I don't. You know maybe it's, it's it's what you call it. I use it as a target. <laughs> and
2: that, that's the thing. Like you know you if you if you have the trunk if you don't have the trunks you need a bell If you either no you know what either way if you, if you trunks yes or no f- trunks you need a bell. <laughs> I'm going to put
0: that out there. So, okay, so <laughs> what he needs is a sensible slacks <laughs> with a belt. Because, you know, the last thing you want is pants to fall down. Yeah. And, you, know, I mean, you know what? I mean, it's a I like Suspenders.
2: Suspenders. I think this is time for, time for the first super spider, or super superhero with <laughs> suspenders. Superhero with suspenders. And not I just think like so. red
0: suspenders. Get him the whole rainbow Mork for Mork suspenders. suspenders that that's, right, that's right. You include know, everybody. Include everybody. Really piss people off. Look, I'm wearing a rainbow... I must be pro whatever, right? You know, no, they're just rainbow. He's allowed to wear rainbow, right? Should no, nope, no, nope. but sends a clear cut message to our youth that Superman's woke. I'm the t-shirt says I'm with stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new costume. I decided to put away the trunks. I thought it was weird that I wore them on the outside, so now I just wear slacks, khakis. Khaki shorts,
2: cargo shorts,
0: cargo <laughs> shorts. You know why? Pockets. <laughs> I need pockets. You don't understand. I have to change from Clark to Superman. Where am I going to put my glasses? <laughs> pockets. <laughs> I have my my you know my, my press <laughs> pass. Let's go. Let's go, let's
2: go. Let's go little further with this. Why do we? Why does he always to wear a tight? You know, like a tight super hand. You know, like I, I, get it. Like, like back then, it was like showing the muscles. You gotta have the muscular form, yeah. right? I don't, I don't think I need to see that anymore, especially around the crotch area. Yeah. <laughs> I,
0: <don't know. laughs> I do not need to know if Superman's packing some kryptonite in his pants, <laughs> That's right? Because right, like oh, he's packing the heat. Like oh, oh my stars and garters. Whoo, he's uh, it makes me so he must be carrying kryptonite in there. <laughs> oh Lordy Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just some nice cargo shorts where you kind of like cut off the mid thigh. <laughs> looks like a UPS driver. He's <laughs> <laughs> got the he's got the red boots on. Well, better, but, oh yeah, yeah.
2: yet, he has the ones with the zipper around the There's the short part. You know, like so he just keeps zip. the zip,
0: you know. <laughs> All business until nighttime. in that party suit, man, or he's got the boots. But underneath the boots, you can see he wears black socks with the little strap things, <laughs> like the little garters for socks. Because he's stuck in the fifties, he's got the fifties looking style. Don't rush
2: legacy, <laughs> Superman legacy. Cody, He's got sensible
0: shoes. He's got spats on his the shoes. Spats. He's got spats. He's got the little you know garter thing for his socks. He's wearing khaki shorts with pockets, and to keep him up there, rainbow suspenders. And he's now wearing just a regular t-shirt. Just t-shirt <laughs> with an S on it that, like, that yeah. he bought at the supermarket. <laughs> No cape. <laughs> no cape. No cape. No nope. cape. shape. Capes are not functional. No. Nope. He just he looked at him and he was like, nah, I don't think I'm gonna do that this year. No cape for me. I'm just gonna walk around like this. <laughs> just stands by with his thumbs underneath the, the the suspenders, and every once in a while just kind of when he's talking, talks about I don't know what you're talking about, Lois. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like <Yeah>. trouble. <laughs> Snap, I'll be right! Away. <laughs> Uh, he's in a fight when the bad guys takes the
2: ground from the back to let go of <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah,
0: ah, oh it stings ah, they always grab me from back maybe I should have worn a cape ah, just see that, that. Ah, ah, hold on let me get get my glasses put my pocket you know tussle my hair a little bit you know get my little fedora and fold it up a little bit put uh,
2: Put the curly q hold on on.
0: what's his fingers (laughs) (mumbles) (laughs) i'm super mad Flies off real quick (laughs) gets his suspenders snug on a branch (laughs) snap (gasps) 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 flying through the air going God that stings fuck (laughs) you know he's flying so fast he reaches into his his pocket of his khaki puts on a pair of sunglasses so the wind doesn't get in his His eyes. eyes.
1: (laughs) No one will notice.
0: <laughs> Hold on for a second. Drops down. So, Lois, what seems to be the problem? Just stretching it at the front. It's got the little almost stupid button on it. <laughs> you know, Clark has those same suspenders. You're kidding, really? Oh, boy. Just stretch him out. So, what's Lex doing right now? It pulls him out so far that the front of his pants kind of <laughs> pull out a little bit. So, Lois, everyone's all trying to... Take a peek see kind see what's going on. Oh, they're the red trunks. <laughs> Lois! <laughs> oh, my stars and garters. How dare you. Is that a thong? <laughs> Makes me feel more manly.
1: Are they lacy? <laughs>
0: Before he flies off, he does a pat himself on the butt. <laughs> Up, up, and away! <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Batman just glaring at him, going, "Really? Really?" <laughs> Great. <laughs> to tights or not tights? Sensible, sensible slacks or not? Suspenders, <laughs> no. They're red rich spenders, you know. But I still have to have the I'm with stupid, you know, because you know I think it builds character. You know, whoever I'm standing next to, with the thumbs pointing next to, so if I'm standing next to Bruce, it looks like I'm he's with stupid. I get it, you know, businessman, Batman, stupid. <laughs> Not very funny, Clark. I'm telling everybody. <laughs> oh, lighten up, Bruce. Uh, told you don't call me that while we're working <laughs> I'm Batman don't want to let that slip out that I'm Bruce Wayne oh shit <laughs> I'm doing it nah, god damn it Clark Cal Cal L <laughs> alright that's it alright See what let's, let's see what we're going to bring in that next week because I still have articles from December nothing happened I don't think let's see James Gunn confirms Batman spinoff Arkham series uh, Insomniac hackers release stolen data I don't know If you're interested In any of that mm. What could the Warner Brothers Discovery Paramount Merger mean For cable TV Ooh Oof. Tom Baker says He avoids other Doctor Who stars Out of contempt
2: There you go That's a lot of good shit Coming up next week
0: <laughs> Melissa Barrera Fired from Scream 7 Over controversial comments
2: Not surprised
0: And then uh, What do you call it I think uh, Jen Ortega She left too Oh really? Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, she solidarity. She
0: quit. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Who knows? All right, folks. Whew. It's a lot to unpack this week. We're back and mediocre as ever. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's not go that high. <laughs> mediocre, that is subpar, my friend. <laughs> it's 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 meh, subpar, mediocre. All right. <laughs> Not too bad. <laughs> oh, I'd love to get to the... It's <laughs> yeah, alright. Yeah, it was alright. Oh, I'd love to get to that level. Oh. oh, to be that level. Jeez. That's like snowing on our brain. <laughs> Woo! How was the show? It's alright. Oh! oh! Such high compliment. <laughs> high praise. High praise. How was the show? Meh. That's about right. <laughs> We're kind of in the meh area. We're there. You know, It's a show. It's a show. <laughs> yeah, all right. I listened to it. Out of the thousand podcasts, we're one of them. And millions and millions of podcasts, we're dropping a bucket. But <laughs> well, we are, whatever. <laughs> we're we <laughs> meshing with everybody else. There's some good ones, there's some my ones. There's some that rise to the top, some sink to the bottom. We're happy, comfortably in the middle. Yeah. There we yeah. bobble between top and bottom, like
2: mostly bottom. <laughs> Bloop.
0: <laughs> great. How'd the show end? Sean show making bloop. Bubble noises like he's a drop of water. Uh-uh. Which don't make noise because it's all water. It's all so water. It's all water. It's around. It should just be like this. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: you know why? Did you hear that? Did you hear
0: Because no, why? You know why? Because it's all water. It's all around. Maybe a little. <laughs> a little slosh. <laughs> but it's not us because it's the guys <laughs> at the top of us. Right. Like the Mark Marons and, uh, you know. Kevin Smith's of the world, you know, their cream rises to the top. We're just kind of like toe fungus. <laughs> Not even toe fungus. That's insulting. We're kind of mad. <laughs> the toe <laughs> fungus. <laughs> We're good. We make people laugh. We make each other laugh. Who cares? That's <laughs> the insulting part. Who are we insulting? The fungus. Makes sense. Yeah. The fungus among us. <laughs> yuck! 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 <laughs> Yeah, just that and more next week, folks. Uh, uh, that's right. If you thought you were going to get, oh, my God, that's a new show. I promise myself every year I'm going to listen to a new podcast and see if I can last, you know, see if they suck me in. Well, we hope we sucked. <laughs> you, uh, in. Yeah, you in. you <laughs> in. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <coughs> All right, thanks for listening, folks. Uh, again, Geeksters here. If you want, uh, haven't already, New Year Go to our Facebook page Geeksters Radio And give us a like Or follow us on X At at Geeksters (laughs) Formerly known as Twitter (laughs) Or You know How about this I don't know Reach out and touch someone (laughs) 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 Come on Email Ed At Ed at Wordswithgeeks.com
2: Or you can email Sean at Sean at Wordswithgeeks.com That's S-H-A-W-N
0: Excelsior Sevens, they weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was Get oh. him away. Hey, boo. Boo.